Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. Coming to you from the quarantine station. Uh, we're remote this week. Um, it just worked easier for Will because instead of having to drive all the way here from work and recording late, as you're well aware, it's late night with HCS Pro Talk. Um, so it just worked out better this way. But regardless, we got shit to talk about. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the Christmas t-shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this, yeah, Monday. It's Monday. Yep, Monday evening. I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I am tired, but I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Um, Uh, Yeah, same here. Yeah. Uh, you know what I forgot to say? What's that? This is episode 151 for the week of November 1st, 2020, as a matter of fact. So don't worry. I didn't forget. I was just late because it's late night with HCS Pro Talk. See what I did there? I like sure. looped it back in. You feel me? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> hey, Will. Yes, sir. It's the old, I, I'm going to say at the beginning of the show, I'm going to say at the end of the show because it's important. And it's it kind of just like a topic of discussion. Did you vote? Are you asking for me? Yes. Oh, not yet. Okay, but you're going to. Oh, yeah. yeah all yeah. right. For all the people at home, if you have not voted already, tomorrow is your day. So fucking do it. Like I said, I'm going to say at the beginning of the show, I'm going to say at the after, end of the show. And that's that. Will, do you want to know what's coming out of this week's end of the show? What do you got? We have the Halo Draft League returns will it's been a while it has we have the next it has we have the next wave of grassroots members have been announced we have upcoming tournament announcements plenty of tournament recaps our topic of the hcs halo 5 north american pro series season championship predictions mcc continues to get better infinite continues to get scarier call of duty challengers gets an update and video games because, you know, we didn't just play Halo, and we're going to talk about that at the tail end of the show. But before any of that, let's get into some regular, well, not regular, competitive news! Whew. All these button presses, well, I don't envy you at all. Get it? Envy? <laughs> it's the oh, name well, of well, a team. Well. Uh, GT Halo announces next tournament. This is by GT Halo over on Twitter, and I quote, We are happy to be teaming with Nice Cactus GG for this HCS 4v4 for teams not in the pro bracket to get an extra week of practice in a 32-team double elimination bracket. It's taking place Saturday, November 21st at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So go to the tweet, go to the sign-up page, sign your team up, and compete like good little boys and girls. Because if you don't, I'll find you. And I won't do anything because I'm not mean. Okay? But Will will. Don't worry. Will will kill your ass. Just wait. No, no, put that out there. <laughs> don't put that on me. Will is not a serial killer, guys. Okay? I promise. He's not. Everything's fine. Will? Oh. <laughs> Next news story. Halo Draft League season announcement. This is by the Halo Draft League. What is up, Josh? Welcome back to the live show. Registration for the next Draft League is now open. Games will be on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. What's up, Justin? Yo, welcome back to the live show. 
Let's restart this shit. Halo Draft League season announcement. This is by the Halo Draft League. And I quote, this is from their Discord. So if you're not part of the Discord, join their Discord. Registration for the next Draft League is now open. Games will be on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The draft will take place on November 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You will not need to be present in order to get drafted. The league will run for four weeks, eight regular season matches. Teams will draft six players. Fuck. Mr. Davey Havoc, yo! Welcome to the live show! Shot, yo! Welcome back to the live show! Everyone just putting yo in chat. Holy Love shit, it. dude. Love it. Also, Shot, be prepared for your fucking shout out towards the end of the show. You can register at the link they provide. You must have an account on the site in order to register. If you want to be a captain, please mark the option to volunteer. This will not guarantee a captain selection. Match results will be reported through our website. Both captains will need to file a report if the Halo Waypoint links to the match results are not provided. If Halo Waypoint match links are provided, either captain can file a report. And the only way to save your stats to the system is by filing the Halo Waypoint links. The site is still in alpha testing, but please bear with us. If you encounter any bugs, report them and we'll resolve them ASAP. Expect some growing pains, but this will help us add features and make the platform better. More details to come, but for now, you can register. Again, that is the link that is included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, also within their Discord in the announcements channel. Uh, Justin says, got the remote show tonight? Well, there you fucking go, bro. Yo, uh... Next news story. The HTS Grassroots Content Creators Wave number 4 has been announced. It's by Tashi. About one year ago, we gave an update on all things Halo Esports, including the status and future of the HTS Grassroots program. At the time, we had pressed pause on bringing in new content creator partners into the program as we were working behind the scenes on an evaluation to the program and how we work with content creators all together leading up to the launch of Halo Infinite. Those plans are still in the works and our intention remains the same. However, the timing of those updates will be aligned more closely with the release of Halo Infinite. With the shift in Halo Infinite's release, we've decided to press play on bringing in new content creators and are continuing to move this part of the program forward again for the time being. The HTS Grazer program remains a key part of our strategy and our partnership with tournament operators and content creators is critical to the long-term success of the competitive Halo ecosystem. Today, we're very excited to bring in yet another community tournament organizer, as well as a group of new content creators into the program. Let's jump right in. Halo Australia, Lady Echidna, Mint Blitz, Trunks, love you, Jeff, and Real Life Spartan are now in the HCS Grassroots program. Congratulations to everybody involved. And then for applications, what about applications, you say? Well, we have good news. Starting on November 6th, application for content creators will once again be opened until December 11th. When the window opens, head over to halo.gg grassroots to learn more and apply. Once the window closes, we will review all applications and bring new content creators into the program in early 2021. Once again, thanks to you, uh, wait, thank you to everyone who has shown interest in supporting the HCS Grassroots program. The program will continue to grow and evolve over time, and we can't wait to talk more about what's next. And then, Will, I saw you smile because Justin said, nice yeah. ghost and lightsaber, Will. That's dope. The lightsaber right there. The, yeah. Yep. The, the Destony ghost. Yes. I need Will, to get uh, more gaming stuff behind me because I have a whole like desk full of crap right here to my uh So you need left. shelves. And to I put them stuff. off behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. See, in Will's downtime when he's not being a serial killer, he uh, likes to take his lightsaber and go battling. So 
No. He, he may also, he may or may not also kill people with the lightsaber, but that's besides the point. Um, Again, Will's not a serial killer. Let's just, yes. for those <laughs> listening, for those not watching, but listening there, that's factual statement. Um, The next new, new story, Tashi teases. This is by Tashi. So Europa Halo asks, is there going to be a six-year anniversary blog in terms of the HCS? And Tashi replied with no, but we are planning on providing an update before the year is over. So, Ooh. right. So what, what the, the fuck does that update include? Like what, what, what does that include? Yeah. yeah. You know, are we actually going to get what's going to happen? Um, I, did you see the possible leaks? Are we going to yes. talk about that at all later? We, okay. So we're, we can mention it. I did. I don't think I included it. Um, because we were kind of in that agreement where we're just in a wait and see moment where until they yeah. announce something, we're going to talk about that. Um, the one thing I was going to say, I, I don't know if I included it or not. I forgot. I did the show notes earlier. Um, in the regular news. So Xbox, I don't actually, I don't think I included this because this didn't mean anything, but they're doing a live event. And by live, I mean digital. They're doing a digital launch event for the series S and X next week. And one of the supposed leaks was, um, this is not in relation to the release date of the game, but one of the supposed leaks was that they were going to show off um, gameplay of Infinite during this launch event for the consoles. And Phil Spencer in his article came out and said that this is not an event for announcements, uh, videos, or anything like that. This is to hang out with the community, play the new games that are out, and that's it. So... To me, that's a non-story. So who fucking cares? I mean, it, yeah. new consoles launching, that's fucking exciting. That's awesome. But like in terms of Halo, no. Um, I believe it, go ahead. a couple of spots said that um, that have been correct about release dates in the past said that we're looking at a February 2021 release date for Infinite. Sure. I saw that. So, I mean, if they actually are giving us an esports update before the year is over. He could be hinting at a late December update that then would give us leadway into February when the game releases. It would be if, cool. If it's all that's true, but it's all speculation. Cool. We don't know. Right. And I'd hate to get my hopes up now for something that's not coming out till later, but no, you're speculation fine. is there. Speculation so we, is there. We have three supposed release windows. And one with a more firmer date, right? So we have the one that recently came with a February date. We have spring 2021, and then we have fall 2021. So it's like, is it is it really soon after the new year starts? Is it midway through the year, or is it at the end of the year? So you're, I mean, they're leaving themselves up for the full fucking year at this point. But I right. mean, it the fact that the February one came out, but still. Hold on, let me let me catch up on chat real quick just for a second. So Justin yep. said, Destiny question, is it crossplay between Xbox and PC? No. Is it and is it worth buying D2? No. For reasons I'll get to in a second. Uh, because I can't do MCC and H5 anymore. I just can't anymore. Uh Justin, wait for Destiny 2. If it's not already, I don't think it is already, but wait for Destiny 2 to be on Game Pass, which I think it's when the consoles release. I'm not entirely certain, but Wait for Destiny 2 to be on Game Pass, then play it. Um, no, it is not crossplay. It is cross-save. So if you happen to, when you uh, when you get a PC 
if you decide to get Destiny 2 on PC, I mean, the base game's free to play anyway, but if you get Destiny 2 on PC, your save will transfer over. It is not cross-play, it is cross-save. They did say that eventually they would love to do cross-play in some shape or form. Um, when the new consoles launch, it will be cross-play intergenerational. I mean, wait, no, inter inter-system ecosystems. So like PS4 players will play with PS5, so on and so forth. But in terms of cross, no. Um, and then Recon said uh, they should show off gameplay. It enhances the experience of the console. First off, Recon Slayer, welcome back. And two, I agree they should, but they're not going to. That's not what this event is going to be about. Um, so here's my... Let's say that that February date's real, Will. Let's say that that is what they're thinking, right? Okay. It still doesn't instill me with confidence... And I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy right now. We've had a lot of that in the in the scene lately, like with the codings, with the lack of information, with the non-answers, so on and so forth, right? But So I'm not trying to be negative in this light, but if the game is to release in February, if that date is legitimate for some reason, and they release in February, we still, like November just started and we still haven't seen anything other than the gameplay reveal of, of campaign and the huge amount of backlash after that. We still haven't seen multiplayer. We still haven't gotten information on how codings actually works to shut the fuck people up. Like there, there's so many things that we have not seen yet that if the game was to release in three months, like three or four months, I mean, three or four months is still a decent chunk of change. Don't get me wrong, but that doesn't instill confidence in me. Personally, I don't know. How about you? What, what do you feel? If it was I February, just, what do you think? I think everyone's expecting them to be dropping all this information before the game comes out, and we don't know if they are. They could just say, "Here, there is your campaign reveal." They might do the multiplayer reveal at whatever. Um, maybe they we get something on the update before the year is over. Sure. Uh, maybe we start seeing stuff around then around multiplayer. And we don't get much before the release because it is, quote-unquote, their spiritual reboot again. So maybe they want the game to come out and people just experience it as it is. So part of me is with you. The other part of me looks at it from the marketing perspective where they usually for every Halo release, they have a big marketing dump because it's their number one IP. Like it's their main fucking thing that they're known for, that Xbox is known for. So... The f they've even came out and said, like, with these snack announcements and these partnerships and whatnot, that people are diving in and finding out about this coding system, this challenge system, which we're going to be talking about soon. Uh, they, they came out and said, this isn't how we wanted people to find out about it, but, you know, the delay happened. It's like, well, here's an idea. You knew the delay happened. You're fucking there. Therefore, get out ahead of it and start talking about it. Like... For fuck's sake, literally, Unishek put out a tweet in regards to what challenges are because somebody made a fucking video based off a mic, based off like a product that came out that has the microtransaction in it. Then he commented, "It's like, bro." <sighs> Chat says, "What's up, Voodoo Man? Welcome back. By the way, hope you're having a great day." Um. Justin says, I think it'll be fall because they need more consoles and homes. Uh, Recon says, thanks for the welcome. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a while and it's good to be back. Glad to see y'all safe and congrats, Will. Thank you. 
Yes. And it is great to have you back, Recon. Um, and yes, you were right. Halo made Xbox what it is today. Absolutely. It made the original Xbox what it was for sure. Shot says their flagship IP. Yep. And then Justin says, but a full year would uh, also wouldn't make sense with the marketing and orgs joining in that early. Abs- excuse me. Absolutely, right? That's well, why... Go ahead. We've well, we From what we found out, if anyone's been digging on Twitter, is that these orgs joined now with the anticipation that it would be releasing with the console. These teams were already made up actually a few months ago. And right. the announcements are just coming out now because it was supposed to coincide with the release of the game in the console. For yeah. Sure. So these, these teams are under contract basically until infinite releases. So the, the team announcements actually have nothing to do with the timing of the game. It's just the fact that the contract was signed in antipi- anticipation that the game would be out next week. Right? Right. Or, so it feels like. That hurts to say. The game right? was supposed to be out next. That's, but that's the thing I'm getting at, oh. right? That That's my problem, is that this game was supposed to, right? All indications... At first, it was the holiday announcement, right? Holiday 2020. And then it's yep. like, oh, it's going to release with the consoles, obviously. It has to, right? That's going to be a launch game. And then they came out and said, it's going to be a launch game. And then it's like getting closer to that. Actually, we're delaying it. Okay. So this game was supposed to release next week on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. A week from tomorrow, this game was supposed to release. Even if this game is releasing in February, if that's true... That's why I worry that we don't have information right now. That's my problem. All this marketing came out, like all this uh, promotional, hey, buy our cookies, buy our Sour Patch Kids, buy our Monster Energy drinks, whatever. All this came out. And th- this is the, the most nitpicky, bullshitty thing that I could ever th- like imagine. But Monster came out with an article. Monster and Halo both came out with articles explaining how the double XP would work, right? How you'd bank points, how you'd redeem the points. It gave you instructions, everything perfect, easy. The fact that their marketing team, 343's marketing team has came out and said in articles, you can go to stores today and you can get your fucking Mondelez cookies and shit like that, right? (laughs) And these butterfingers with this challenge system shit on it, whatever. Yeah. But you don't have information on what that is. You literally came out and said already that these are partners that we're already working with and we have more coming on the way. But the fact that we don't have articles simply detailing what those things are, I can't fathom that. I just, and that I I try so hard to give them a benefit of the doubt. I really do. They're a multi-million dollar company who obviously wants money. Like companies exist to make money. They want you to buy their game. They want you to buy their products. They want you to buy the microtransactions, whatever. They want you to stay engaged within the game. Why not literally put out a basic fucking article detailing, here's what the challenge system is. Here's what the coding system is. They're going to cost different amounts because duh, they're not all going to (laughs) cost the same fucking amount, you idiots. Like, I just... Yeah. I'm sorry. Goalie Sniper kind of summed it up. Get us hyped for the things that are coming out, not damage control after the fact because there wasn't enough information. There was Uh, somebody I saw on Twitter, and I'll I'll get to Dave in a second. There was was a comment I saw on Twitter that was, um, what happened to being proactive instead of reactive? You know? 
Sure. And I'm I like I said, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt that you know they obviously didn't plan for any of this to happen. Like they planned for the game to come out at the launch, which means all this would have made sense. But now you're not in that situation. You've known you're not in that situation for a while now. I'm done giving benefit benefit of the doubt. The fact of the matter is, the game's delayed. You knew about it. So act upon everything that's happened so far and just provide context. That's all you got to do. Yep. Just literally yep. provide context. The marketing team should have rotated around the delay and got yep. ahead, like 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 you guys have been saying, get ahead of these releases. Yes, uh, pr- provide provide the context, let people know what's going on, move on from there. Uh, goalie Sniper again says it's a failure in marketing. Don't get me wrong, leaks can build hype, but not like this. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And the other thing too, one of the marketing leads, uh, I'm, I'm not going to call the person out, but one of the marketing leads w- it keeps on promoting these promoting these things because it's her job. Like I don't blame her. It's it's her job to do this. This is what she does. And frankly, if the game was releasing on launch, it'd be fantastic. Like all this would just would have made sense. Yeah. But it's not. Oh my God. Um, so we were, we were meant to have seen more by this point because of all oh, these marketing yeah. things. I and, mean, the game releases in a week from tomorrow. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So, and then Voodoo Man says, you're speaking like there's logic around. Trust me, from my conversations, communication is not a strong point. And we're going to, there's a news story we're going to talk about later on in the show that kind of pinpoints that exact thing, Voodoo. Um, so Dave says, the swords of Sagios have arrived. Um, welcome, Dave. It's good to see you. And on mobile, he says, well, welcome via the cellular device, the computer in your pocket. So back to the quick news story here. Uh, hopefully we have more information by the end of the year towards the ACS. So who fuck knows? Last competitive news story. Cliptrocity number two results. First place went to Renzo with the Halo 3 Blackout Collateral Kiltrocity Extermination. Holy moly. Second place winner was Gilkey for the Halo 3 Hardcore Extermination during the MCC Pro Series. That's fucking awesome. And third place went to Mint Blitz with his Halo 3 Mongoose Launch Stick. That just sounds fucking awesome, too. Did you see that Mint Blitz clip? It was great. No, is it amazing? Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. He's, like, I mean, he's in the program now, but, like, he his his clips are just stupid. <laughs> like, just fucking stupid. It's like, you, I, I could never. But, you know, I get excited for trying to run somebody over to Mongoose for fuck's sake, let alone <laughs> getting a launch stick. Oh, my God. That's it for the competitive news. It's time for your upcoming terms of the week presented by Nukabalaga. For all your Halo esports needs. And, uh, Maddie, thanks again for the shirts, man. Greatly appreciated. Yes. Love you, bro. Now release the actual fucking merch. In due time, it'll be there. I'm not, I'm never going to stop until it's real. I just want it to be real. I want to buy it. Wednesday, November 4th, the why not be reckless Halo five birthday two V two on Thursday, November 5th. We have the Hydra gaming Halo three co-ed two V two on Friday, November 6th. We have the Afro's Halo CEMCC three V three tournament. And if I'm not mistaken, the HCS, Oh, wait, no, this is obviously happening. The HCS Halo three MCC pro series four V four. This is the one I'm talking about. The Saturday, November 7th, I believe it's on Saturday. I can look to confirm, but the HCS Halo 5 Pro Series North American Season Championship and the GM Halo Tournaments Halo 3, Jesus Christ, the GM Halo Tournaments Halo 5 3v3 Snipers Tournament. And finally, 
on Sunday, November 8th, the SWAT Nation Challenger Series number four, Fallout 2v2. So there you go. Check out all the links provided in the Google Doc of the show to the show. Check them out. And make sure to check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. Yeah. That's it. Hey, Will, guess what? Yep. We got... It's time for Buttons. Rustermania. Having trouble finding the buttons over there? You know what's funny? I actually made a fucking post-it note, like a big one, like one of the normal oh. size one, and I divided it, and I it's literally on my monitor. I'm looking right at it right now, but I didn't even look at it to find the button oh. there. I just, like, I just looked at the smaller ones we have next to it. Well, you tried. I appreciate the, the attempt actually trying you. to be organized with the buttons. Before you read the thing, oh, yeah. Dave says... That should be a, the Noob Combo commercial theme song. I tell Maddie to get me at, get, to get at me every fucking time I do something like this because I would love to do a little Noob Combo jingle. You know what I mean? Have it play every time you open the web, the, the web page. That'd be, a, oh my God, it's a MySpace <laughs> shit. That'd be incredible. Oh my God. Can we please make that a thing? Oh my God. Damn. That would be pretty. Maddie, can you embed my voice into your web page, please? I mean, we could record them a little, uh, a little theme song. We oh get my it going. God. I would love every second of it. That'd be incredible. Will, please take it away. All right, Rostermania. All we have is Falling Esports uh, put out in the Twitterverse due to prior arrangements. Our new starting roster for Falling Esports during the HCS Championships will now be. It is Envor, Musa, Septify, and Sabinator. And they say, we can't wait to go out and put on an absolute show for everyone. Well, there you go. An absolute show. A showstopper. Will, thank you for reading through that. Would you mind giving the folks at home a little taste of some tournament league recaps of the week? Yes, let's get into it. So, starting off, we have Lucky's Birthday Party, Halo 5 SWAT 4.0 FFA. In third place, we had Drip Drip Double taking home 30 bucks. Josh is laughing over there already. Because you have him. the three Lucky's birthday tournaments back, back to back to back. To back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Second was Nap Times taking home 55 bucks. First went to Throne taking home 80 bucks. Next up, Lucky's birthday party, Halo 5 SWAT 5.0 FFA. He did two of them last week. Wow. Uh, third did. place third place went to Nap Times taking home 100 bucks. There must have been a bigger uh, sign-up for this one because there's definitely a lot more prize money at mm, play looks here. Looks like it. Uh, second went to Sabinator, taking home 120 and first went to Suppress, taking home 200 bucks. And then the last Lucky's birthday party, Halo 5, and this one is actually a multi-team SWAT tournament. Third went to Throne in NWK, taking home $50. Second went to Magenta and Suppress, taking home 70 And first place went to Sabinator and Falcator, taking home 100 bucks. Hey, Willie, guess what I forgot to do? What's that? Record the VOD. Oh, no YouTube this week. Or, <laughs> or we'll, we'll I'll just have we'll, to do like we'll a rip Twitch from VOD. fucking Twitch. We'll pull the Twitch VOD. It's all good. Try to do that yeah. shit. I feel like a fucking idiot. I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, God, I'm dumb. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, wait. No, I am recording. Wait. I am. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Whoa. I think I am. Does the... uh Oh, I absolutely am. Boom, baby. Let's go. Oh, the golden what face. Let's go. Oh, man. 
Oh, can, awesome. can I continue in tournaments and league recaps here? Absolutely. Right, I'm sorry right. for my flub that never was actually a flub. <laughs> Top four placings for your eSports Arena Halo 5 4v4. In fourth place was Team Flyers, commonly Spartan, Straight Sick, and Super CC Evades. Third place went to Just Lat Tam, taking home $100. This was Tapping Buttons, Pool Got, Atso, and Drift. Third place, or second place, sorry, taking home $300. Uh, fantasy rosters, Boobadoo, Frosty, Neptune, and Snakebite. And first place going to NV9, which is a combination of Envy and C9. Uh, 600 yes. bucks to them, Saiyan, Stellar, Eco, and Trippy. Next up, Voodoo says, shout out to the Latam squad getting third. They're making more waves. Yeah, it's always good to see someone else breaking into that top four. Nah, fuck them, NA forever. Nope. Oh, Josh Thorne, Shade already. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> all right no that is fucking awesome it legitimately is fucking awesome and i hope that they make the biggest splash ever when infinite releases i really really do all right moving on to one of my favorite tournaments that happened over the the past week here the gt halo pate row raid amazing tournament to watch top it four placings great. here in fourth place we have team shots which was kitchen bound shabby dagger rammy and blaze and third was Noob Clappers, Wrightsker, X-Man, Calculated, and Nightmare. Second went to, is it supposed to be, oh, 200 millisecond advantage. I read it as Zooms for a second. I was like, I know I that's not too. right. I did too. Anyway, 200 millisecond advantage. This included Monza Barcode, Seduce, and Pips. And then first place went to Team Border Control. Coil, Quiet, Valid, and Wasp. I believe these are literal, like, 13 or 14 year old kids, right? Who are just putting work in the game, which was crazy to see taking home first place. So they took first and then the Australia, New Zealand squad took second. Like that's, that's fucking rad, dude. Yeah. Also, I, I, so I asked you before, like when this tournament was going on, I asked you like, do you, do you know how Rochambeau worked? And then obviously I tuned into the tournament after the fact. And yeah, yeah, Rochambeau was pretty fucking cool. Was, yeah, um, I hope there's more of this going on, and we need to get these uh, voodoo. We still need to steal these game types from you. So <laughs> we do. Are they? Did you say they're in your file share, voodoo? Or who's whose file share are they in that we can grab yep. these from? Yep, your bookmarks. bookmarks. Sick. There we go. Sick. All right, moving on. We have a few more tournaments to go over. Just just a few. Uh, <laughs> Don't sound so excited, Will. Fuck. LFTG Friday Night Halo 5, 2v2, number 3. In third, fourth, we had Fung 4, which was Druck and Mr. Soul Snipe. MM Grinders, which was, I'm going to go with Rose and Tusk. In second was Inconceivable, Falcated and Bound. In first, GB, Trippy and Renegade. Next yeah, up. Yeah, fuck you, Bound. <laughs> <laughs> so no much ill will. in Josh's no ill heart. Will. You, just got, you just got second. You know, I didn't get a first for once. Moving on, SWAT Nation, Swatoween V2, top four placings here, Strange, Swindlers, Quiet, Voodoo Man. Whoa, fuck! Boom and Lesh. Third place, taking home 100 bucks. Is that Shaberly It or IT? Shabby Dagger, Merly, It's Facts, and Gun Lane. It's a combination of all their names. I, I see now. I see, I, see what the, I see what you did there. Voodoo says they choked 250 to 49s. Oh, no. Get fucked, loser. <laughs> and the angst shows yet again. Second place going to <laughs> Chunky Connection. 150 bucks to them. Avenue Diagram, Chunk Deduce, and uh, Try Spider-Man. 
And then first the place team was four noobs taking home $250. Is it Kood? Sure. To dude? I don't know. Uh, Dark Beetle, Gold Star BR, and your Ragin. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, Oi, that's rough. Luda <laughs> says, They let the scrub get fourth. Wash table players. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody below you should just, you should go on Twitter and start shouting at them. Just call them out. Just, yeah, just no. call them all out. Every no. single person that got lower placing than you, call them all out. Oi. All right. Moving on. Oi. Moving on. Halo 5 Pro Series Season 1 Championship results. Out of the... And this is the... <laughs> wait. Moose says BRB tweeting a nap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, oh. dude. One of the best swap players in the world. Let's fucking take a dump on him. Oh my god, please. Let's be like, you're the worst in the fucking game, bro. Let us know what he says, man. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Halo 5 Pro Series. A season 1 championship results out of the Australia, New Zealand, EU, and LATAM regions. Because NA hasn't taken place yet. Correct. So, you're... I guess they didn't do a third and fourth, but third, fourth placings here. Team Archetype out of Australia, New Zealand was Monza, Enigma, Rambo, and Wheezy. And then, oh baby... Bino, Grant, oh, oi. Uh, I don't know. Uh, is it I'm Benno, sorry. Bino, Benno? I'm going to go with Benno. Grand Lash Shadow, Haza, and Snakey. Second place, taking home 1000 bucks, went to Authority, Junior, Pips, Lucas, and Ingestix. In first place, taking home two grand, it's Team On Top, which is a very fitting name since they took first. Berserk, Mazzy, Slays, and Barcode. <laughs> Shot just said BRB retweeting Voodoo's tweet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait. Are you actually going to do it? Hold up. Josh. No shot. Are you go, actually going to do it? All right. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Josh goes on his this. Twitter adventure out of the EU region. Third, fourth placings here. Uh, is it French Plusson? It's uh, Cruz, Nurex, uh, Chick, and Za. And Team Notorious, Kimbo, Snipe Drone, Jimbo, and Moe's. Both teams take home 500 bucks. In second place, we have Team Mocket taking home a grand. It's uh, Precisionite, Batchford, Looney, and Squashy. And Cartel taking home $2,000. $2, it's Legend, Sicka, Shady, and SLG. The French squad brings it home. Just fucking rolling, you know? They, did, they, they just, once they got in their groove, they just took the last few home and took home the championship. God damn. Good for them. That's All fuck, right. that, like I said, it's fucking awesome. And then out of the LATAM region, here we go. Third, fourth placements was Lux Gaming, which was Nugget, Hiram Gel, uh, Laylox, and Resort or Roach. Um, and then No Mercy Esports, Guardian Flies, Yoan MCC 1117, and Zarek. And second, we had Fire and Ice taking home $1,000, Magico, Noble, Running Jam, and Bullet. And then first place went to Just Light Tam, Atso, Tapping Buttons, Pool Got, and Drift. Who's going to pick up this Just Latam roster? They haven't been picked know. up yet, have they? I don't think they have. I know we ta I know there was one I know there was one other organization that picked up a Latam squad, one or two. I know Lux did. Somebody else did too. I can't remember. Yeah, we yeah, we know Fire and Ice, but there were two other ones. What's that Nick Merckx thing that you just put out there? 
Oh, no. Uh-oh, Will. Oh, no. What? Nick Merckx tweeted, At Halo, how do you guys not have a Battle Royale yet? So much potential. Oh, he's opening up a fucking can of worms hardcore there. This has already been talked about. Come on. Martin did tweet it. He said at nap times at Napper. I, I got told by the HTS Pro Talk <laughs> on their show to say everyone is a bunch of scrubs for letting me finish fourth on the weekend. Holy shit. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Let's go, baby. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Um and no mercy has Juan. Okay. So does so nobody has Tapping buttons then, right? Who did Lux pick up? Because they, they're in they're joining Latam. Who the fuck did Lux pick up? Oh, Nugget. It. Okay. Nugget roars. Oh they, they picked up oh, they were Lux. They're right in the fucking they're in the, picture. They're top I'm four. an idiot. Yeah, right there. I'm an idiot. Think they're waiting for a bigger org bigger org? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so nobody has picked them up yet. Okay. Got it. Had a feeling. I'm sorry to keep derailing, Will. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and then we had one more esports arena Halo 5 tournament take place. Another four. This before. was crazy, by the way. Uh, top four placements here. Again, just Latam. Tap being buttons. Drift, Atso, and Pool God. Third place going to the KC Pioneers. I know Dave is a big fan. Um, Davey Wavy. 100 bucks to them. Druck, Soul Snipe, Tolik, and Manny. Second place, Sentinels plus Neptune. Take it home, 300 bucks. Frosty, Neptune, Royal 2, and Snakebite. When I saw this roster, my mind blanked for a good half hour on who Sentinels was missing. And I just couldn't put two and two together. Like, I had to literally go online and look up That's fucking hilarious. Cox's roster to realize who they were missing. I, oh, I was, my God. I was not happy with myself. And anyway, uh, NV9, take it home first. $600, Saiyan, Renegade, Eco, and Trippy. Do you watch this at all? Um, I tuned in for a little bit, but I was not able to watch the whole tournament. The so. last game ended, I believe, in a 199 strongholds. Oh, yes. It was I, insane. I pulled it up as that game was going on, and I got pulled away, and I came back as it ended. I was like, what the hell happened? That game was <laughs> fucking insane. Like, Wow. It, the composure that Envy 9 had at the end of that game, just to get the trip caps when they needed to, to continue pressure, to get the final pit when it mattered the most, it, it's just, wow. What a great, wow. That's all I got to say. All right. It will. Yeah. Should we go to our topic? Sure, man. Let's do it. The topic for this week is the HCS Halo 5 and North American Season Championship predictions. Let's get the fuck into it. But first, without further ado, I get to use a soundbite we haven't used in a really long time. It's time for Roster Recap. The, the uh, recaps the, of rosters. Gosh, uh, we haven't used that soundbite in a long time. We haven't. Nope. Therefore... Will, do you want to recap these rosters that we have, please? Oh, man, yeah. So what we have for you this week is the full roster recap of who will be playing in the finals, and then we do have their previous top placings. So 
here we go. Inconceivable, if you don't know, it's Bound, Falcated, Boobadoobo, and Saiyan. We have Cloud9, which is Eco, Penguin, Renegade, and Stellar. Sentinels, Frosty, Neptune, Royalty, and Snakebite. Casey Pioneers, Druck, Manny, Soul Snipe, and Tallock. Flyers, Commonly, Trippy, Super CC, and Straight Sick. Falling Esports, Envor, Nebby, Musa, and Septify. Kingdom, Clip, Halo, Elite, Kilimanjaro, and Thin, and then No Ice, Bards, Gold Star, BR, uh, JK8, and Eurajin. So there you go. There's your teams. Thank you, Will. Going into the season championships. And then, did you want me to run through the previous placings or? Go for it. This was based off of the, uh, this season's pro tournaments. tournaments that took place. Yep. Yep. So not the open, but the pro tournaments themselves. Correct. Uh, so inconceivable. He, they took first in the second tournament and second in the first tournament. Cloud nine. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna read this. Tournament one, they got third, fourth, tournament two, they got second. Sentinels in the first tournament took first, and then third, fourth in the second tournament. Casey Pioneers, fifth through eighth in the first tournament without Manny, third, fourth with the full roster in the second tournament. So they're showing some promise. Yep. Team Flyers, they did not compete in the first tournament, and they took fifth through eighth in the second tournament. Following esports. Same thing. Did not play in the first tournament. Took 5th through 8th in the second. Kingdom. 5th through 8th in the first tournament with half the roster. Same placement with the full roster. We'll see if any changes can be made there. And then Team No Ice took 3rd, 4th in the first tournament and then 5th through 8th in the second tournament. So, Josh, that brings us to predictions. Yes. What do you got, predictions. man? Uh, you always let me go first. I'm letting you take the reins this time. Okay. All right. So I wanted to go back and look at those uh, previous pro tournament placings because something tells me that that could be a decent indication on where these teams might place. But the there are a few teams that have surprised me more than usual, I guess you could say. Sure. Um. Inconceivable taking first place in the last pro tournament that took place just a little while ago. That is a huge win for them. Um, they have a lot of great talent. I didn't know how well they were going to mesh together. I know Falcated and Boo Boo have been playing together for a while at this point. We all know that. Um, I just think that's that's really cool to see. The fact that Sentinels going from first place in the first pro tournament to third, fourth, and the second, right, when you had a little bit better competition in the second tournament that were taking place and they get third, fourth. There was a big upset during that, during that tournament. Um, we know what they're capable of. So real. Okay. And then obviously like the big surprise, probably the biggest surprise is how well the KC pioneers are playing. They are they're They're known names to our show. Like we we talk about that them consistently, like as players, we've we've talked about them a lot throughout the over the what two years now over two years yeah two years yeah, God that's crazy, um, and now that they have their full roster, they get a bump in placing from the first to the second tournament. They could be a force to be reckoned with. 
my wonder is how much practice are they going to put into this event? That's my big thing for them. In terms of Flyers falling kingdom and no ice, I think they stay in their fifth, eighth, and that's it. Um, no ice getting third, fourth in the first tournament. Again, you had better competition in the second tournament. They dropped down to fifth through eighth. Yeah. I, tr- I truly believe that those four teams will remain in the fifth through eighth placings unless a major upset can happen. And with the other teams in play, I don't see that major upset happening besides within those four upper teams. Okay? So I'm going to shift the conversation. I'm sorry, Flyers, Fallen Kingdom, and No Ice. If you do something cool and you, and you like, I mean, hey, not a lot of people have been playing Halo 5 recently. So anybody technically has a shot. Let's be real. But in terms of the other talent that's here, Going to the other four teams, if the KC Pioneers, Sentinels, Cloud9, Inconceivable. Sentinels, you literally only have one different person on your roster. We've always said that one player does not make a team, but one player can bring a good dynamic to a team, and we know that Lethal was one of the best in the game. Lethal's not playing Halo 5 right now because he doesn't like console Halo 5. So you have Neptune on that roster. Neptune's a great young talent. Always has been. Probably always will be. He's just going to continue to get better, especially with the talent that's around him right now on the Sentinel squad. He's only going to get better. So, Will, you and I know we're never going to count Sentinels on anything. That's the way it's always been. We're never going to count them out. So I'm not going to count them out from potentially winning this tournament. If I was to say, so my dark horse is Casey Pioneers. I know I'm rambling, but bear with me. My dark horse here is Casey. They can cause an upset. I just don't think they're going to do it here. But they definitely can. Have we got any information if we're doing like a full bracket where we will get like a third place and fourth place game that is played out? Let me bring up the article and see. In my mind, like I can see the KC Pioneers reaching third. Sure. You know, technically getting third, but not like third, fourth. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, if they were to cause an upset, but above third, you're looking at having to beat Sentinels. The Sentinels, Cloud9, or Inconceivable roster is pretty That's damn stacked. S- it's so tough. That's so tough. Um. Okay, let me see. will hold a season championship for the top eight teams. This tournament will feature a round-robin group stage, two groups of four, which will then feed into a four-team single elimination bracket. Okay, so we're not. Third, fourth will be the same. Same placement. Sabinator is playing for Nebula this weekend for Falling Esports. Falling still stays in my fifth through eighth. Yeah. Now even more so because of that change. Because they they don't have time. Like they could, they could easily surprise anybody, but I just, I mean, come on. Um, okay. So my fifth through eighth in any order, flyers falling kingdom and no ice again in any order. I have to agree there. I can't, yep. I can't see them. My unless, third, f- go ahead. Unless there's like, you know, what was it? There was a um, tournament where like, uh, pistola played or not pistol someone played with like the flu and they were just off their game like something like that you know what i mean like something comes up like that unforeseen circumstances 
Are we talking about a while ago? Yeah. Because that was that was stellar during the splice days. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Like something weird like that. But then again, yeah, that's, that's I actually think there. it was during Was that during Dreamhack? I don't think it was Worlds. No, I don't I think it was Dreamhack either. Anyway. Yeah. Flyers Falling Kingdom No Ice fifth through eighth. Yep. Getting okay, knocked so out we're in agreement there. They're getting knocked out of the round robin. Yep, agreed. So Okay. Like I said, unless an upset happens, Casey Pioneers are my are in my three four. Now the this is hard, okay? This is really hard. Um holy shit. Oh man. Okay. I th- oh my god. Who's my last three four team? <laughs> I'm not counting Sentinels out. I know they got third, fourth in the second pro tournament, but I'm not counting them out. They have to be one or two for me. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, this this is going to be hard, but fuck it. I'm going to say cloud nine is my second three, four team. It's (sighs) fucking tough to say that because they improved from the first to the second pro tournament. But I'm not counting Sentinels out. I refuse. I've been burned by it before. <laughs> and I'm not going to be burned again. I probably will be. I'd be happy. Fuck it. I'd be happy if I did. But. Oh, my God. That is so hard when you literally have Splice plus Penguin for Cloud9. And who was, I mean, Tox is the team that ended up on top in Halo 5. Because I think they won the last DreamHack event, which was the last official H5 event. But the previous world champions were Splice. So, fuck, man. Um, Fuck. That is so hard. Because Inconceivable can have bad games, too. But you know what? That whole during that esports arena tournament, that fifty to that one hundred and ninety nine win on strongholds was kind of what is pushing me over the edge with inconceivable right now, because if they can keep that type of composure, that's huge to me. That speaks well, volumes. Well, you're looking at NV nine there, so you have Eco and Renegade from Cloud Nine, and then Saiyan. From Inconceivable with Trippy. Where's Trippy right now? On the Flyers. That that Envy Nine True. squad is a uh, that's a uh, you know just a hodgepodge of teams. Fuck from it, there. I'm sticking with my goddamn predictions. Fuck it, All I right. don't care. I'm done justifying this shit. It's KC Pioneers and Cloud Nine for three four. Inconceivable two Sentinels one. Done. Wipe my hands clean. That's it. Those are my predictions right there. I'm gonna. Right. Know, I'm gonna mark this down. I'm marking this down right now. Oh, so for me. Oh, I. I like I said. I agree with you with the fifth through eighth placings. I feel like you're gonna be completely different for this top four though. So what's really hard to predict here 
is how groups are going to play out because yeah, honestly, it's a single elimination tournament. It could be Sentinels cloud nine in the first matchup. You know what I mean? Or Sentinels inconceivable in the first matchup. If we're so if they do, if they do this correct, right? Mm -hmm. If they do this correctly, then you have two of the top four teams and two of the bottom four teams in one group and then the others in another group. The, the way it should go is one, four, two, three, right? Like the, the, the seeding of the tournament, whoever did the best against whoever did the worst. Right. How but I'm talking about like to form the groups, right? Because you have two groups of four teams. Yeah. So realistically you would have two of the upper four teams and then two of the lower four teams in one group and then the other four in the other group. It's round robin, so everybody plays everybody, right? It's not oh, groups. Oh, that's true. If I said groups, I was wrong. It's round robin. So it's whoever ends up well, with the best. It's a round robin group stage, two groups of four. Okay. So the four teams will play each other at, at least once. Trusting face it, Kappa? I mean, Voodoo, you don't need the Kappa. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's why I said in, in an ideal world, that's what it would be. Right. So we'll have to see, but okay. We will. If I'm looking at just straight skill of these teams, yes, no Ice Kingdom falling esports flyers eliminated, fifth through eighth. I got to put KC Pioneers because they did never they never did better with a third fourth place than a third fourth placing. True. It's hard to put them on that next level if they haven't gotten there yet. I would yes. love to be surprised, but same. I'm going to put them in the third fourth area there. Okay. I do think Sentinels turn up and make it to the finals. So that means I do have the same thing. Cloud nine are inconceivable in third, fourth. Looking at the history of these teams, the players on inconceivable have a history of choking or not being warm on championship day. I'm going to put inconceivable in third, fourth as well and have a Sentinels cloud nine final. And I got to give it to Sentinels at that point because it's the boys. I don't know. Like it's it's Sentinels. That's that's where I'm going with it. So that's what I got. Sentinels first, Cloud Nine second, Inconceivable third, Pioneers fourth, and fifth through eighth for the rest. So we literally have one change. Oh, Josh, you are muted for me. I don't know if you hit a hot key while you were typing there. I did. Thank you. So we literally have one change. Yes. I'm I'm literally documenting this right now. You muted yourself again. What is your mute button? I don't know. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> I said I'm literally documenting this right now. Okay. For us. And we're going to see how right or wrong, we're probably wrong, we are. I want to be wrong. Honestly, like... Oh, seeing some shakeups would be dope as hell. Exactly. That's that. That's always what makes a tournament exciting. Freaking yep. like, what if Clip, or yeah, hey, Kingdom with Clip, Halo Elite, Kilimanjaro, and Thin just all of a sudden like pop off. You know, like something just happens and they're destroying it. Everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell?" It'd be it makes crazy. it so interesting to watch. Uh, so interesting. Justin said, "I just got an ad for Pizza Pops with Halo Infinite." 
and 14 days of Game Pass free. What Pizza, is 2020? Pizza Pops. It's like they're, it looks like a version, Can it looks like if a pizza roll blew up, but is like rounded, I'm pretty sure. Or it's, it looks like, it looks like a Hot Pocket, but a lot smaller. Oh, it's like a Calzone. Yeah, right? Pizza Pop. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a miniaturized Calzone that's a Hot Pocket. Yeah. So it's, it's like a mini Hot Pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Uh, all Fucking sorts Canadian of bullshit. <laughs> God. Oh. So we we only have one difference between one another. That's crazy. We're gonna no. see what happens. There it is, oh, boys. Hey Jordan. There he is. And this is what we didn't want to tell you, Dave. Now it is officially the swords of Sanghelios. Put a plural on that because <laughs> there are two swords now. Sounds like my type before diabetes. Oh my god, you've only, you've been here for like an hour. What the fuck, man? You're supposed to announce yourself as a sword of Saint Helios. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's it for our topic. So sweet. There's uh, there's that. It's time. It's. I don't know. We need it. We need a sound that? effect. To exit out of the topic too. Why a little not? bird chirp. Whatever. Whatever. It is. I like it. It's time for some regular news. MCC is back on Twitch. Does anyone know why it was taken out? I don't think anybody knew. It's just they, it's like people complained. Tashi reached out to them and they brought it back. So there you go. It's back. Now you can stream with all of MCC. Where's our emote? You don't fucking get one. Shut the fuck up, Dave. Moving on. MCC development update for October 2020. This is by Sketch because Postum returns. Uh, this week, I believe, as a matter of fact. Did your sub end? Gotta re-up that? Yo. Yeah, give us money, bitch. I'm just kidding. You're gonna make them touch? The swords? Dave says, may our swords strike hard and never touch. And Jordan says, I'm gonna make them touch. <laughs> Perfect. The MCC development update by Sketch. Our latest flight for MCC on Xbox and PC has been up and running for about a week now. Earlier today, an update was released for the flight build on all platforms that includes a variety of fixes and additions. If you're currently a participant in the flight, you should automatically get the patch the next time you log in. Additionally, and Will, this is to answer your question that you've had a couple times, to help ensure these new changes get adequate time in the wild, the flight itself has been extended and is now targeted to conclude on Friday, November 6th. So, of course, they extended this one too. As they have with all of them. (laughs) Yes. Uh, you'll also find updated playtimes schedule that runs through the remainder of the flight, which includes alternating modes and focus areas daily between 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. So then, so th- please go and read this entire article. It is fucking massive. I took like Cliff Notes version of this shit. I took pieces that were genuinely like kind of exciting. So there was an interview with the senior producer, Matt Hole, Sketch asks, of course, compatibility is only part of the story. Just this week, we also announced that a few specific upgrades uh, that Xbox Series X and S owners will get via an update on November 17th. Can you speak a bit more about what new functionality and experiences are coming to the next generation consoles? Matt says, absolutely. Players will see some cool new improvements when playing MCC on Xbox Series X and S when we release a free update on November 17th. First, there's a raw performance improvement across the board. Players will complete uh, players with compatible displays will be able to experience up to 120 FPS at 4K on the Series X 
and 1080p on Series S. This is a big engineering effort as each game within MCC has unique performance challenges. While there are similarities to the efforts on the PC versions of each game, the work to do this on, on Series X and S is not always the same and included some unique challenges. Regardless of whether players have the display to set up for 120 FPS, we have also included some graphic enhancements to the game such as increased draw distances with levels and improved split-screen experiences in campaign and multiplayer. And I can't wait until everyone gets to experience these load times. A personal favorite for me is the added FOV slider. These improvements along with MCC update items Chris mentioned above really make the whole experience feel new and fresh. So there you go. From that statement alone... It sounds like the FOV slider will be in this update across the board. So PC-centric features are finally making its way over to console. This is great. Uh, we know that Call of, Duty Black, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is going to have an FOV slider um, on console. So just cool to see. Community mailbag. So these were questions that were pulled from community members that they answered. Again, this is not all of them. Please read the article in the Google Doc of the show into the show to get more information. But these are the ones that I pulled. So uh, Hunstein asks, you've enabled double XP with past content releases, but there was not any with the release of Halo 3 and ODST on PC. Are double XP periods still something we can expect in the future? Max said, we are absolutely going to continue running bonus XB periods. Please keep an eye out for several of these in the near future. Tofat Dynamite asks, what are the team's goals for the short term and long term after Halo 4 is released? Max says, we have lots of plans for updating Halo MCC in the future. We will continue bug fixing and delivering quality of life improvements while bringing in new season content, features, customization abilities, and new ways to play across campaign and multiplayer. We welcome feedback and we'll have more details to share on upcoming features in the coming months as we finish up current features such as file share and custom game browser. And Dave, you better be listening because I handpicked this for you. Someone asks, probably multiple people because there isn't a name associated with this. Can we be expecting Halo 2 to be receiving expanded customization options similar to CE and 3 anytime soon? Hearing that Halo 3 and Halo Reach are the focus for Season 4 has me curious about Halo 2's status. Max says, We do not currently have plans to add additional customization to Halo 2, but we are planning future season content and will evaluate all games as we look to bring new items in. So you say, nope, you probably already saw this, but I just want to include it just in case. That's pretty, that's kind of dumb. I would expect them to have a season of Halo 2 items, but maybe down the line, we'll see. You're not even let down? Well, there you go. Design Roundup. Another feature we've previously discussed as potentially being ready for Halo 4 release timing is the PC file share. What's the latest on that front? Max says, file share development on PC continues, and we plan to bring this feature online in the coming months as we iron out the remaining tools needed. So in other words, it's not going to be at Halo 4's release. When Halo 4 launches, it's going to feature some additional advanced graphics settings, which the community has been requesting. What will that entail? Max says, with the release of Halo 4, we are adding several new graphics settings on PC, such as the ability to adjust UI gamma and detail independently for, of game gamma and detail. We will also be adding tweakable settings for in-game graphics quality, shadow quality, effects quality, details quality, and ant, uh, anisotropic filtering. Players will be able to choose from standard performance and enhanced settings for each of, the for each of these. For the release of Halo 4, these settings will apply to all games, and in a future update, 
We will allow players to tweak these on a per game basis. Of course, in addition to the launch of Halo 4 and a number of new features, this next release will also include Season 4 for MCC. Can you give us any additional insights into what we can expect content-wise in Season 4? Max states, With the release of Halo 4, we are once again expanding the customization system in Halo MCC. In Halo 4, players will now be able to customize individual armor pieces and preview them in 3D in the menus. In addition, we are bringing over the Halo 4 Champions Bundle weapon skins for the first time in MCC. Players will be able to earn these skins as part of the Season 4 progression path. In the future, we are looking to bring over the Halo 4 Championship Bundle's armor. So there you go. Uh, Rec Recon Slayer asks, when do you think a Halo 3 anniversary would come out, if any? Shot says two to three years ago. Justin says never, maybe a 50-year. Uh, Recon states, it still looks great and all. Uh, but you would think they would have made an anniversary edition after 10 years, but it's going on 13, 14 now. Yeah, so they already announced that they're not going to do that. So I wouldn't expect them to do that. Um, finally, the state of the game with Farns. I will start with a bit of unpleasant news, though. We have decided to remove the Halo Reach customization pieces from Halo 4's launch. Don't worry, they're still coming. If all goes well, we're currently targeting next season. The reasoning behind this is that we hit difficulties standing up the content pipeline needed to fully ingest these pieces into Halo Reach, and it just needs more dev time. We had to make a tough call here, but to mitigate risk for the upcoming launch, it was the right call to make. We have a ton of new content coming in Season 4, so while I know this will disappoint many of you, there will still be plenty to enjoy. One day you will get that GRD, one day. Global features and development status, actively in development. UI UX improvements around navigation, roster customization, and many more areas of the game. Some of this work will make it into Halo 4's launch. Some will be held back. There are smaller improvements that should mostly be called out in the release notes alongside Halo 4. View model adjustments for all games. We've had many bugs here and we're still working through. This has turned into a much deeper set of work than anticipated and it will not be ready for Halo 4's release. Steam account linking. This is now complete but the feature is turned off until we give it proper test time prior to the release. Therefore, it will not be ready for Halo 4's release. In-game FPS, FPS cap and adjustments. We will have an initial implementation in with some presets for Halo 4's launch. We intend to improve this feature and give more options over time. PC file share, not in Halo 4's launch. Additional video settings and options. We made good progress, and some of it will come alongside Halo 4's launch and it'll continue to improve the system on a per-game basis over time. An important note here is that not all games will have the same settings as not everything will work on universally applied to all games and engines. We've done a ton of testing here, and some of these things uh, show no benefit and have been removed. Custom Game Browser. They're still working on it. It will not be in Halo 4's launch. Input-based matchmaking. Flighting has been going well, and this is currently locked in for Halo 4's launch unless we find any catastrophic bugs. Regional server selection. Same thing. It is locked in for Halo 4's launch unless anything catastrophic is found. And they also said that they will continue to improve the feature over time based on feedback. There you go. Crossplay between Xbox and PC. It is currently locked in for Halo 4's launch pending any catastrophic bullshit. Thank Fucking God. Holy moly. And they're continuing to improve the feature over time. 
Double keybinds for all games. There are so many bugs remaining that it is doubtful it'll be in Halo 4's launch, but they are trying. Per game audio options, work is starting to come in for this now and should be transitioning to testing soon. Additional season content, season four plus. Looking really good. Think you'll all be excited. Text chat improvements have been added. More on what we're planning here in a later update. So it sounds like you're not going to have the ability to turn off text chat. At least not fucking yet. VFR improvements to reach an H2A. It's coming with H4. Thank God. Bringing PC features to console like FOV sliders. As part of our support for the new consoles, we moved the timeline up for this, and I think many of you saw these in the current flight. An important note here is that while we did this flight, uh, we did flight this for all consoles, this feature is not quite ready for release on all console models. We have seen several performance issues and need to take that into consideration before pushing this out to everything. In other words, I'm guaranteed that the original Xbox One and the Xbox One S are causing these issues. Guaranteed. We already know how MCC fucking runs on those things anyway. Um, for Halo 4's launch, this feature will only be available on the Series X and S. And of course, will be on PC as it has been for some time now. In design iteration, additional mod support and additional accessibility support. And then in the backlog pending further discussions are idle system improvements, split screen on PC, and HDR support on PC. There you go. Uh, for chat, Dave says, I bet there's a universe where Halo 3 failed and Bungie because the uh, three company that make Call of Duty games. What? Okay. Justin says, Halo 4 campaign still slaps and BTB is fun. Also Ricochet. And Dave says Ricochet as well. Can we just have a single plate of Ricochet? Oh my God, Dave. Tomorrow? Ricochet is pretty dope. Not gonna lie. If there's like a Ricochet only playlist... That'd be the greatest thing in the fucking world. I bet, I bet we'd be the only people searching it, though. We'll see. I want to see about getting those, uh, the paint row raid game types as well. Get a party going for that. Next news story. New Halo collaboration is coming soon. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? This is by Chris Erb on Twitter. Billionaire Boys Cross Halo, November 7th, 2020. So, Maddie reached out to me on Discord yeah, because I had no idea what the fuck Billionaire Boys is. Do you know, Will? No, I have no idea. It's uh, Pharrell Williams's company. Oh, okay. Yeah, so think of this more than likely uh, either shirts and or shoes. So clothing of some kind. Halo clothing. Okay, that's going to probably be really overpriced. Yeah, it'll be like yeah. designer clothing. Yeah, 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 so I probably won't buy it. Oh, I'm going to look it up one more time. Billionaire Boys. Billionaire Boys. Yeah, official store of the Billionaire Boys Club and ice cream clothing lines by Pharrell Williams. So there you go. Very overpriced. Uh-oh. Can we get a shout-out for Will, the first to finish Duck Hunt H5? Will. Hey, yeah? It, it's time for a impromptu shout-out. <laughs> shout-out to Will for being the first person to get through H5 Duck Hunt. Ever. In the world. Ever. No one else has done ever. it. Forever, ever. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, it was exciting. I, who was on the snipe for that? I don't remember. Was it Marlon? I don't know. Or was it Dave? Was it Davey Wavy? 
I used to work next to Pharrell's clothing store in Virginia Beach. T-shirt was like seventy to ninety dollars. What a fucking asshole! Way to be for the people. Oh yeah, six Dave body says, shots. That's right. I do remember that too. All the body I was shots. Saying you fucking tanked, bro. Holy shit! And now back to the regular news. Nice. The best, the best part is that I get to do the fucking sound bites here. This is great. Whatever you want. I just get to hit buttons. You know what I could do just to fuck you up? I could just I could just start like reaching over and hitting random buttons randomly throughout the show. You have no idea because you can't hear it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave. <laughs> or am I? Um, Halo Infinite Snapchat code. This is by the Patman Gaming. So if, if you didn't know, you know, there's this whole promotion they got going on with fucking Monster, you know the shitty energy drink, but they have snap codes. And, uh, if you redeem the three codes, one for September, October, and November, you get the BR. Well, like they're like, yeah, a, a weapon coding. You get a weapon coding. Um, so that video contains all three codes. They're still valid. You can still do them even though the month has passed. Um, trust me. I know because I did October's today. So I know it works. So go ahead and redeem those. Uh, what, don't they have a promo for? Only thing missing is a Jeep promo? Dude, you probably just fucking... Just wait. Just wait. Um, but yeah, there you go. The next piece of news that we have, Halo Infinite Challenge System has been leaked, of course, and this is by... Unishek. Yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yes, challenges. You'll also have those swaps, which you can get different ways. In-game, promos, etc. that let you change certain ones if they aren't your cup of tea. The challenge system will help you move through the progression system or unlock items outright. Think MCC. So, there you go. There is a challenge system. I think we already knew that, but this is how this is working. There is a challenge swap system. You can earn swaps in-game. You can earn swaps through promos. And the etc. would more than likely mean you can earn swaps by spending money. There you go. The one thing that kind of, kind of irritates me with this is that now, okay, it's going to be a tricky thing, okay? So battle passes, right? You can buy tiers. Battle passes don't affect gameplay. It's just all cosmetic items. I don't know why I'm kind of upset about this. The fact that you can buy challenge swaps that could now... We don't know how this works because we haven't seen it. Okay. But let's say you buy a challenge swap. You buy one outright, however much it costs. That's what I, that's what I'm assuming the et cetera means in that bracket. If I buy a, a challenge swap and I get one that's more difficult and I don't even want to do that one based off the one that I swapped it with. That's one scenario where, A, I just feel like I'm gypped at that point, right? And then my second scenario is, to me, this is more gameplay changing than 
like just buying a tier in a battle pass where you know you're just going to get a cosmetic item. This, to me, directly affects gameplay in a sense that if I get a challenge that is easier, then I am technically on a, on a quicker path to getting what I want than somebody else who didn't get that challenge. Versus how the challenge system works in MCC, how it worked in Reach, so on and so forth, where everybody had the same ones. So that's, we haven't seen it in action. Again, this is me really trying hard to give the benefit of the doubt right now when they don't give us anything. But that's my concern. Will, do you have any thoughts? Got to wait and see what's going on. All right. I had a feeling. That's where, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it, uh, outside of looking in, it looks weird and awkward that you can buy challenge slops. And hopefully you can earn them in game as well. You can. It does say you can. Oh, you can. So perfect. Yep. You can. But yeah, someone who wants to dump money into the game is going to progress. This feels like a mobile game. You know, you want to dump money in or Genshin Impact, dump money in. Feels like a gotcha game. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Um, now granted with Genshin impact and like actual gotcha games, you, you literally spend money to get better, right? Like to be more powerful. So right now this is all for cosmetics. Hopefully. Right. Right. My one, just like I said though, my one concern is that if you buy one with real money and you swap and you get an easier challenge, then you are technically being fast tracked further than somebody else with a different challenge. That's my only concern. I'm wondering if you would get to pick, like, I want instead of this campaign challenge, I want a multiplayer right. challenge or something like that. Right. I That's the thing is that it's why I kept prefacing, we have not seen it. You were right. And what, Let's wait and see. And, like, what if there's, like, for me, I'm, for all this, like, MCC stuff that's going on, I'm not yeah. a campaign person. I don't do the campaign challenges. I probably never will. But, so I get to progress not as fast as everyone who's playing campaign and multiplayer, which true. Is, feels shitty at times too. Very like true. MCC is not perfect in their challenge system either. So, nope. but the, and that's, you're right. They are not. It's my one thing is that everybody has the same ones. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. That, that was, that's the thing. Um, let's see. Shot says Jeep, uh, cross Puma warthog collab get matching shoes if you buy the jeep be fucking hilarious uh dave says oh yo can we get a cell phone promo bring back zune no man they're bringing back windows phone just for this um shot says i agree with josh buying and swapping the challenges seems dirty and we don't even have the full details yet yep and then justin says i swear if you get get five headshots and i get kill snake bite 25 times i'll lose it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god uh dave says i'd buy that instantly are you talking about like if they brought back windows phone they had kind of a cool like Metro UI, like their Windows 8, like the tile system. It was pretty neat. I'd never buy a phone, but it's pretty neat. I had a, no questions asked. One of our friends uh, was big on the Windows phone, had them until they went out. Really? Yeah. There you go. Dave says, no questions asked. Windows phone first in line. All right. Holy shit. You know, I really do. I know it's not a Windows phone, but I really do wish that I did get one. I probably could find one on eBay. But when they released one of those Halo Zune HDs, because I did have a Zune HD, um, I didn't have an iPod Touch or an iPod in general. I Yeah, I had a Zune HD, and I loved it. 
it was fast. It, it, I used it to, oh my God, listen to music. Crazy. But like, it's just like a standard MP3. They didn't do a Zune HD Halo. Are you sure about that? Hold on. Or is it just, hold on, what's, oh, Years. is this a regular one? It's just a regular one. My bad. I thought they did a Halo one. I'm looking at it right wait, now. You're wait, good. Wait, wait, What? No, there's. I'm showing a box. I see a box of a a Halo Three edition. Yeah, but it's that's a Zune Classic, like Dave was saying, not oh, a Zune HD. Gotcha. Yeah. And see, I I thought that it was a Zune HD. No, Dave is correct. It's a Zune Classic. I that is not the one that I had. I did have a Zune HD. How many songs? Um, it held a lot. 30 gigs? How many songs can 30 gigs hold? Back in that day? A lot. I'm looking at pictures of it on eBay right now. On Zune HD. It's a classic. It's just a Zune. 32 gigs. So they had a 16 gig and a 32 gig, it looks like. Maybe more. I'm seeing 16 and 32. It also held full movies. It did. You might have some porn in yours. Great. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. Thanks, Dave. You can buy a used Zune HD 32 gig for $200 on Amazon right now. One left in stock. There's one for 128 on eBay. I'm not on eBay. If you're interested. On Halo 3 Zune. No, I don't want to continue as HCS Protox. Shut the fuck up. Family Halo show, Dave? Reason. I don't know. Josh isn't very family friendly over here. What? What? We keep this shit G-rated. Yeah. <laughs> As I swear As immediately swear. before that. Um, huh. They have one in the box? <laughs> sort of. Oh, they have the box. You can buy the empty Zune Halo box for $40. Yes. Buy it now. Holy shit, I should buy that. You probably are, aren't and, you? No, I'm not gonna <laughs> shut up for the Halo collection. If you see, if you see an empty Zune Halo box next week, will don't ask questions. Okay. All right. All right. The Todd asked me. He's like, "It's forty dollars. I gotta buy it. It's a great deal." I'm not fucking buying that. It was a cool, like that was a cool collaboration that they did, though. I liked it. It was all. I mean, it's all Microsoft, but yeah, no, cool. Yeah. But just the cool, like Halo stuff that they did back in the day. You don't see that stuff now. Now you see fucking Mandela's cookies. I don't fucking care about that. I mean, the physical shit. All right. Just the box itself, Dave. It's just, just the, the Halo 3 soon box, empty box, nothing in it. Yeah. It's literally the box for $40. It has the inserts too and the instruction manual, but no Zoom. Um, oh my God. Shot says Swords of saying Helios has a different ring to it now. Because <laughs> we're talking about dicks. Next news story. Microsoft's new Halo game loses top director after project delay. This is by Jason Schreier of Bloomberg. Yes, yes. we're going to talk about it. Turbulence continues on Microsoft Corp's Halo Infinite video game with the departure of the project's director, Chris Lee, who oversaw production of the Halo Infinite to 343 Industries, which is now, which is developing the game for Microsoft, is no longer working on it. He confirmed to Bloomberg News on Wednesday. Lee is the second top director on the project to leave in the past two years. 
Quote, I've stepped back from infinite and I'm looking at future opportunities. End quote. Lee said, quote, I believe in the team and I'm confident that they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time for me to step away. End quote. The highly anticipated next Halo installment was originally slated to come out alongside Microsoft's launch of its next-generation Xbox Series X console in November. The game was delayed in early August, however, following poor fan reception to an early public version. Lee's role was sidelined a few weeks later as Microsoft brought in Halo veteran Joe Statton to lead the single-player campaign and another senior executive, Pierre Heinz, to run multiplayer. Lee has been a 343 industry since 2008, a year after its founding, overseeing the Halo series. Since 2016, his title has been partner studio head. Quote, Chris Lee remains a Microsoft employee, and while he has stepped back from Halo Infinite right now, we appreciate all he has done for the project to date, end quote, Microsoft said in an emailed statement. The development of Halo Infinite has been rocky. In August 2019, 343 Industries lost its creative director, Tim Longo, and executive producer, Mary Olson. At the time, the company said that, quote, the overall creative vision and production of the game remains led by Chris Lee, end quote. Pushing the game's release beyond November was a blow for Microsoft, which was relying on the game to help sell new Xbox consoles in the holiday season. Retail boxes for the Xbox Series X still feature artwork for Master Chief, the main character of Halo. Halo Infinite does not currently have a release date, but 343 says it'll be out next year. Justin says, how are we still on the news? Because, you know, derailment. And then Jason Schreier also put out a tweet. This is in response to Duststorm, as a matter of fact. And it states, I can confirm, based not on assumptions, but on conversations with the developers, that Halo Infinite has been having development issues for a very long time. So, before we move on to COD and other games, watch Will. I wanted to quickly talk about this in terms of Halo Infinite's rocky development. We, if you look online, you will find out that Halo 2 also had a very rocky development. And that game shipped. That game did fine. Some would say better than fine. But I think this is a apples to oranges type comparison here. Game development has changed over the years. I feel like there's more gears that need to be turned, more heads at the table, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We knew that the, we knew development was rocky on this title. We knew. But Jason Trier has said multiple times, not just in this one response, but multiple times that things aren't great over there. So I, I included this because this was one of the big things that would happen last week. Yes. Yeah. Um, now we had, we had a discussion in discord as well. And it sounds like Chris's work like was no longer needed is what it sounds like. Um, I don't necessarily think he was forced out or anything like that. I don't want to assume anything like that. Um, and yeah, Justin says the campaign trailer was enough to sell me. Just let me replay that for hours. There you go. But yeah, it's, I don't know. We're still in that same. We'll have to wait and see camp. 
We always have been. Yep. But uh, it's it's time to start showing. Well, we might not see anything for a while. <laughs> it's time to start showing the fucking game, Will. I want it now. Want it now. The Please. fact that they pushed the game, though, to next year without any, like, sort of, like, fall or winter or whatever, you know, summer 21 is is nerving because they can technically now move the date to any date next year and we would have no idea. True. So. It's just. I don't know. I'm just fucking. You know what's funny to me? 343 and Halo, right? Halo is Microsoft's thing. Yeah. It's a thing that Xbox has been known for forever because it was a thing that sold Xboxes. Um, I find it remarkable that now I know we're, this is a true like apples to oranges type comparison that I'm about to make, but bear with me. Okay. I find it bizarre. I find it incredible that Microsoft, right? When Halo Infinite got delayed, their rapid response to not only continuing, but shifting their focus on services and talking about those services, talking about the power and the architecture behind the consoles and how they're going to help improve the games that you're already playing and how that's a selling feature when they don't have a massive launch lineup at all. And I feel, and this is not coming from somebody who's an Xbox fanboy or anything like that. I just feel like they're hitting it out of the fucking park with that type of marketing. Halo Infinite gets delayed and they're like, Hey, who the fuck cares? Yeah. It's on the back of the box. Seen our fucking backwards compatibility shit that we got going on. Shit's insane, bro. Holy moly. So it's, it's funny. I find it incredible that Microsoft as a company is able to make that type of drastic. It's not even that drastic because they've been talking about the, the background stuff that they've been working on for a while. But the fact that that's what their sole focus is, and it feels I, like they're doing really well. I mean, it could have been their focus before the delay too. It could have been the best of the past with the best of the future. You know, sure. That whole sure thing. And maybe that's why MCC has gotten this update is Microsoft wanted to focus on past and present. Right. But I mean, Halo 5 is not getting an update though. Okay. Past and future. No present. Fuck the present. <laughs> not present. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, it's 2020. No, but it, it's the fact that they've kept true to that statement throughout the fact that that's all they've been focusing on yet. And this is that Apple oranges type thing yet. Three, four, three can't figure it out to give us basic fucking information about how systems work in terms of their microtransactions. That's, that's that comparison I was making. It's just, it's just insane to me. See you later, Jordan. Have a great night. Thank you for stopping by as always, Mr. Sword. Um, shot says, I remember watching long night of solace campaign video for months before halo reach came out. Oh my God. I remember how excited I was for reach and then how not excited I was for reach after I started playing that game. Uh, Justin says, I'm the most worried if the game is ass losing friends and people leaving halo. It'll be sad. Or I'll be sad. Yup. Shot says, yeah, how do you like those apples? Um, Dave says, if Infinite bombs, my only honest concern is what happens to HCS Pro Talk and its community. 
Well, Will, we can talk about Call of Duty. Because, <laughs> you know, that shit, that train ain't fucking stopping. COD Pro Talk with HGS and other games watch. There it is. <laughs> we just we just fucking flip it. We just flip it. CDL Pro Talk. It's funny because even if the CDL dies, like, I know they probably wouldn't let that happen, but even if the C- if we talked about before, even if the CDL dies, Call of Duty Esports still continues, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Um, Halo and other games watch. There it is. Maybe, um, no, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm not saying that we're going to end it based off of, I mean, we, we transition. We wouldn't, I don't want to think about halo infinite bombing. I really don't want to think about that being a possibility in my mind right now. Holy shit. Overwatch and other games watch. <laughs> I like it. The double watch. Okay. That's it for the regular news. It's time for COD and other games. Oh, watch. Hey, Will, guess what? What's up? 100 Thieves purchases Optic Gaming LA CDL spot. This is to be known as LA Thieves. This is by Dexerto. But guess what? In that article, first line, I read the entire article. It's short. There's like no substance in it. And the one line is, Sources have told Dexerto that 100 Thieves are entering the Call of Duty League by purchasing the spot previously held by Optic Gaming LA. Who are those sources? No one knows. No idea. And has Optic Gaming LA said anything? Has 100 Thieves said anything? Nope. It literally could have been they got got wind of a call that took place between Hector and uh, Nate Shot. And... Nothing even may have came. Just sources. You know, Dexterno, Dexterno is kind of turning into the freaking. Well, it, it is the like. Uh, the New York Post. The, the Inquirer that you see. Yeah. Like at the. When you're checking out at, you know, the grocery store and they have all the freaking. The like. The. the Prince Harry fucked a frog. Yeah, exactly. That's what Dexterno <laughs> is to me. What? I got to buy that. Not credible. It is not. Credible. Yeah, it's like a tabloid site. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what the it feels word I'm like. looking for, the tabloid. Yeah. Um, Aliens stole my baby. <laughs> yes. Dave said, honestly, CSGO and other games watch would be hella dope. Shot says, COD and other games pro talk. We could just be... We'd, um, we'd have to rebrand pretty hard. And enter a yeah. new space. Pro games talk. Esports talk. Wait, that's a thing on YouTube. Talking esports. How about no pros talk? There you go. Sounds good. How about talking about dicks? Sporting goods. Hey! Hey! hey. Hashtag non mad. Oh my god. All right. Caught another games watch. So well, so what do you think? Let's if this is true, if these sources are real. If it's hundred thieves, if it buying that yeah, spot, if it's real, awesome. Hundred thieves back in Call of Duty. I think they belong there, but I don't see this to be concrete evidence that they're entering. Justin says more news coming out of those than anything we got from three four three three. I wanted to say the whole thing, even though I know it's a typo, but I don't care. And then Shot says second spit take of the night. You're welcome. 
There might be another one. Just wait. Don't swallow. <laughs> so. <laughs> it was like so ready to just take a set off and just dip. Um, 100 Thieves. They, like you said, they've been in Call of Duty before. Um, we've seen them win before, as a matter of fact. Um, I think it was the tournament. It, I'm not, okay, I'm not entirely certain, but I think it was the pro event that happened before Worlds, before um, United won Worlds. Sounds about right. I think. I'm not entirely certain, but I think. Um, yo, you who uh, who wants to start a website called 242 and release fact news about Halo Infinite, or fake news about Halo Infinite? Call it Halo Inquirer would be dope. Play as a brute? That'd be fucking funny. Oh my God, we could sell it as fact. Holy shit. We could get ourselves in grocery stores. <laughs> we could be right next to Prince Harry fucking a frog, dude. Oh my God. This is insane. Our lead source on every story could be Craig the Brute. <laughs> yes. And, and, and quote unquote sources. And yeah, just sources. Those are our sources. A whole four hour mission of you flying a pelican. I'm down. I'm down. Um, okay, Call of Duty 2021 Challenger season. This is by the Call of Duty League. This is a really big move that they're making here. Um, also, can I just say that, like, yeah, they have a fucking franchise league, but goddamn, they're knocking it out of the park with giving people opportunities. Like, this is this is great. Challengers Cup and Ladders. Call of Duty Challengers Cups are standalone tournaments that provide competitive opportunities for amateur players across North America, Europe, and the Asia-Pacific region, specific countries to be announced. Challengers Cups and Competitive Ladders offer players the chance to acquire Challengers Points, which are used to qualify and seed teams for various events throughout the season. The Challengers Cup schedule and more information on ladders, including when they launch, will be announced soon. The Call of Duty Challengers Scouting Series. Call of Duty Challengers Scouting Series brings together 2020's top Challengers competitors and unsigned pros for a multi-day event to showcase their expertise in scrimmages hosted by each Call of Duty League team. Across four days in December, CDL coaches will draft squads from a pool of invited players and compete against teams drafted by rival coaches and general managers in the Call of Duty League. Call of Duty Challenger Scouting Series is built to give the league uh, the league's future stars a platform to showcase their skills. Likewise, the event offers pro teams a closer look at the top-ranked talent that is yet to be signed to a Call of Duty League contract. Call of Duty Challenger Scouting Series will be held from December 15th to the 18th, 2020. During each day of the 2021 Call of Duty uh, Challenger Scouting Series, coaches from across the league will draft a four-person team from a pool of invited players for competition. See below for additional information. Scouting reports will be provided to each Call of Duty League organization, providing them with the valuable intel needed on prospects within the Call of Duty esports ecosystem. Participating players in Call of Duty League teams will also have an opportunity, if they choose, to stream Scouting Series matches. Players will compete in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and must meet all eligibility requirements for Call of Duty Challenges competition. When? December 15th through the 18th, 2020. Who? Scouting Series is an invite-only event. A total of 128 players will be invited to the event, 64 players in North America and 64 in Europe. Invitations are determined by points uh, collected during the 2020 season. The event will feature a mixture of the top-ranked Call of Duty Challengers players and unsigned Call of Duty League Pro from the 2020 season. During each day of the four-day event, 48 players per region will be drafted into matches by Call of Duty League teams. The event will be held online. North American players will only compete against players in North America. Likewise, players in Europe will only complete in matches against players in Europe. The final event schedule and additional information about the daily draft process will be announced in the future. 
The final list of participating players is subject to change based on invitation acceptance. Where? Players are eligible to stream any match they participate in. Keep an eye on the official social channels for each team in the Call of Duty League, as teams will have the ability, if they choose, to stream scouting series scrimmages. Call of Duty League will not stream the event. So in other words, it's like the Combine is what it feels like, bit. right? Now, I mean, yeah, to me, yeah, it feels like a scouting Combine where you get the valuable intel off these undrafted players, and if you want to make a move at a trading deadline or if you want to make a move at a draft or whatever you decide to do, you can pick up these players. Sure. So the other thing that I like, um, some of the organizations when making rosters ran into an issue when um, trying to sign certain players because I'll just give one example that I heard of. Simp and Abizi, they wanted to be together on the same team. They wouldn't sign contracts if they weren't on the same team. Okay. This is breaking up by having a draft style, breaking up the current talent pool and maybe breaking that like that link that you might have with someone. Oh, I can compete without my partner that I've been with for the last five years. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I can make something of myself solo. So I do like the idea of, cause I would have liked to see Simp and Abizi actually face off at some point, you know, like a BZ goes to freaking what Dallas, Chicago, somewhere else. Um, and just have those two that were, you know, such close teammates before actually f- go against each other. Um, could form like a potential new rivalry, new too. rivalry, or just, you know, it's yeah. Friendly rivalry, even just as long as, you yeah. know, the respect they probably have for each other, knowing how good each other is. Right. Um, would be just crazy. It'd be crazy to watch. So I like that this kind of does that. It puts, if, you know, these amateur players always want to team together with their same team, this puts them in a different scenario, different situation where they can actually showcase their solo skill and their teamwork because they're going to have to form with a new team and be able to communicate, play, you know, get on the rotations, whatever it may be in a a very quick manner. So uh, this is really cool what they're doing. It's putting putting the, the Challenger series in light, where we really didn't see much of it last year. Um, was there any Challenger stuff streamed at all from CDO? I think a couple times. Yeah, it was very rare. So the, the yeah. fact that at least they're announcing this and letting people know about it, they're not going to stream it themselves, but you can find it out there. Um, yeah, good on, good on you to get eyes on your amateur talent that's possibly going to be in the CDL in the future. And Will, guess what? What's that? We're not done. No. Call of Duty Challengers Elite. Call of Duty Challengers Elite is a new program developed to elevate the best amateur teams in North America and Europe. Regional restrictions apply. This new tier of amateur competition will carry a dedicated prize pool and feature eight teams in North America and eight in Europe battling in regional competitions. Call of Duty Challengers Elite competitions will take place over the course of the 2021 season. Teams in North America and Europe earn a place in Challengers Elite via qualifying competitions. Note, regional and territory restrictions will apply, with details to be released at a, at a later date. Top teams determined by Challengers points will compete in qualifier tournaments to secure their spot in each Challengers Elite stage. Elite will feature eight teams in each region, eight in North America and eight in Europe. North American teams will only compete against uh, teams located in North America. Likewise, teams in Europe will only compete in matches against teams in Europe. 
teams will compete in round-robin matches. The teams with the best record in their respective region will compete in a playoff bracket to secure their spot for the next stage of the Call of Duty Challengers Elite competition. More detailed information for Call of Duty Challengers Elite will be revealed soon. So what is it? A multi-week competition series consisting of round-robin and knockout matches. Call of Duty Challengers Elite rules to be announced. Where? Select Call of Duty Challengers Elite matches will be broadcast on the official Call of Duty League YouTube channel. More details on Elite broadcasts, including an official schedule, to be announced. And when? The official Call of Duty Challengers schedule, including Challengers Elite competition, will be announced in the future. So there you go. We do have some officially broadcasted things coming. Very nice. Which is fucking cool. Um. All right. Next piece of news. I, the place to... Go ahead. I will be right go back. Go, go through the story. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. PlayStation Plus collection details revealed in your November PlayStation Plus games. Who gives a shit about those? But the PlayStation Plus collection. PlayStation Plus members will be able to enjoy a special new offering on the PlayStation 5 console, the PlayStation Plus Collection. PlayStation 5 owners with PlayStation Plus will be able to redeem and play a curated library of PlayStation 4 games that defined the generation, like Batman Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, God of War, Monster Hunter World, Persona 5, and many more. The PlayStation Plus Collection will be available on November 12th, when the PS5 console launches in the U.S., Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and November 9th, when the PS5 console launches throughout the rest of the world, including Europe, Middle East, South America, Asia, and South Africa. Here are the games available in the PlayStation Plus collection. From Worldwide Studios, we have Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, until Dawn, and Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. From our third-party publishers and developers, games include Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Zombies Chronicles Edition, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. So there you go. Personally, I think it's fucking cool that you're getting an added list of games, just period. I think that's fucking cool. And I imagine they're going to take somewhat advantage of perhaps increased, like decreased load times, so on and so forth. Who the fuck knows? But there's that. Will, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Good to be back. You're welcome. Next up, we have the Xbox Series X and S official next-gen walkthrough. It's a full demo in 4K by Xbox. The YouTube video, go check it out. It shows you them going through the entire interface, um, uh, showing off quick resume a few times as well, playing some games, check it out. And then it's not just a fucking meme anymore. It's real. Xbox series X fridge world premiere 4k trailer by Xbox. And you can enter into win one. So if you want a fucking fridge, go for it. Dave says, can we talk about how Sony people are getting excited about some Xbox, uh, has had for a few years. Dude, come on. Uh, this is the same thing that happened when they announced the Xbox One and PS4 with PCs. Dave, who cares? That If we're going to talk about that, if we're going to talk about that, then it's, it's like we're talking about iOS getting widgets when Android has had it forever. Like, it's the same thing. Who cares? Let gamers be gamers and have fun. It's the fact that others care. Well, then fuck them. I mean, let them be happy. 
Yeah, let them be happy. Who cares? If they're shitting on, like, if the Xbox gamers are shitting on the PlayStation gamers for having something that they've had forever, it's like, fuck them. Who cares? Let them have fun. Let them enjoy the features that they're finally getting. And I'm not calling you out. I'm calling the people who are calling them out. Like, fuck them. Kicking off a new... Oh, I did include this new story, as a matter of fact. So, kicking off a new generation of play together. It's by Phil Spencer of Xbox. To honor the launch of the new Xbox generation, we invite you to celebrate the power of play with us. On November 10th, we invite you, players of all identities and backgrounds, console generations and devices, skill sets and tastes, to celebrate, connect, and play together. We invite you to grab your device of choice and play alongside Team Xbox, your favorite creators, and our partners right from your homes around the world. We invite you to take a glimpse behind the scenes of the next generation of games, hear the stories of people who make them, and play along with them. We invite you to tune in to our global live stream and celebration of play on November 10th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Gaming. Think of our live stream celebration as a companion to your gameplay plans for the day. We'll host Let's Play segments with our creators, showcase special launch highlights from around the globe, and harness the power of gaming to raise uh, vital funds for great causes. This will be a moment of play, not press releases, as next-generation consoles begin to land in the hands of players around the world. Instead of big announcements, we will mark the beginning of a new era by gaming alongside one another. We will take this moment to have some fun and look forward to having you join us. There you go. No announcements. Just play games and enjoy the console release. And you can read the rest of the article in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. But well, that's it for Con and other... Before we go on, the, the fridge. The fridge, right? Oh, the fucking fridge, yeah. They missed a big opportunity here. How so, Will? Please. You know, so, like, there's those Samsung fridges out there. They got screens on them, right? Like, touch screens and whatnot. Are you saying have an Xbox Series X like built? Yes, into it? build the fucking console into the fridge, so you could just be gaming. I'm thirsty. Boom, drink. Pull out your. I'm thirsty. Pull out your Monster Boom. Energy drink with Master Chief on the side. Keep you know shut what the fridge. Keep going. It'd be cool if they put like a Series S in there because it's small. Yeah, sure. But like, I could see them just having like a um, like an Android tablet in there. Oh, sure. As the screen and just like use xCloud. Yeah, yeah, even that. Yeah, or you could do, uh, or like with the Xbox app on Android, you can now do console, you can now do remote, remote play with sure. your console. Yeah, just so, yeah. something like that. I mean, that actually be pretty The dope. fridge is gimmicky enough as it is being a freaking Xbox console. Why not just go <laughs> full bore? Full bore? And yeah, that would have been sick. Just <laughs> It would have been, but they didn't because they're fucking losers. They missed out. They missed out. I'm just kidding. The fact that the fridge fucking... Ex- in me, I mean, what brand even made the fridge? I actually don't know oh, when I looked. A, I tried yeah. finding that. Let's... Uh, hold on. Let's open up the video real quick and see if it shows us what it is. I don't think is. it will. I don't think it does. I th- I've seen this. Intro- oh, my God. They really laid into it. Introducing the new Xbox Series X fridge. Power your memes. That's literally the tagline that they included. Oh, man. And somebody commented, yes, don't let your memes be dreams. Beautiful. I love it. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can actually find out uh, what brand made this. It's literally in the style of an, oh, it's, yeah, it's literally in the style of an Xbox Series X box. Okay. Oh my God. Even the back has the ports. That's so fucking, I never actually watched this video. Can we see it from the inside? Show us the inside. Wait. 
There's apparently a mini fridge. Is there? Is it legit oh, though? Oh, I don't know it? if it's legit. But damn, yeah. that would have been cool. Uh, I want I want the mini fridge if it's out there. Dave says, "Oh wait, did Microsoft make it? Then it's going to break in 2 weeks." Oh, I honestly don't know. Who it does say it. Microsoft made in a lot of these posts. But that'd be fucking funny. Yeah, it literally doesn't say in the video mm. at all. I went through it. That's cool though. This is the mini fridge of the Series S? Dude. Oh. That'd be but awesome. It would be, it'd be too slim, right? Because the Actually, you know what they should do? They should make a a It's going to be fucking stupid. They should make, you know how they make individual can coolers? Yes. Like individual can fridges? Make one smaller than that so it doesn't even fit an actual can. And call it the Xbox Series S mini fridge. The world's smallest mini fridge. It doesn't even fit a can. That'd be the funniest fucking thing in the world. Oh my God. And actually, no, I, I lied. It does fit a can. It fits those mini cans that you can buy at the grocery store. Like the mini cans of Coke oh, or like Sprite. The, like the freaking eight ounces? Yeah, that's what it fits. Mm. It fits one. It fits a singular mini can of pop or soda. Where the fuck you live? Soda pop. All right. Shall we continue? Sorry to pull us on another tangent. <laughs> It's okay. I actually never, I never switched over the segment. So now it's time for Will's Adventures with the Overs in other games. What the fuck? You play Destiny too? Yeah, yeah. Will, what else <laughs> did you play this week? <laughs> All right, Halo Five and MCC for the play date uh, went as long as we my thumb could hold out, and it is still in pain. So uh, I might not play God tomorrow. Damn it. Um, God damn it, Will. We had our uh, Wednesdays with J and J. Wednesdays BJ's. There you go. Um, we played. <laughs> That's what it is. We played for the king, which uh, basically uh, a turn style. It's D and D like. Yeah. There you go. It was it was very enjoyable, very a pleasant experience. They had added some really, elements. The game is fucking fun. Like the chaos creeping in, and you have to like clear out the the, the chaos before it. Could, um, otherwise, it makes things harder for you to get around the map. It's very interesting. Um, I probably play. I played like two rounds of PUBG. They had a new map that came out, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so a new season, right? Yeah, new season. Uh, the map is like a uh, volcano that exploded, and like it, it's got like the the cooled down lava so it's like the black rocks and then like a kind of a jungly area with like ruins and whatnot so it was pretty it was pretty cool i liked it um i was averaging a kill a game which is decent for jumping into PUBG after so long um yes i did a lot of modern warfare their uh double xp weekend i got a uh did gunfight tournaments on friday which I, uh, Joey and I ended up taking two wins home. That's fucking awesome. Uh, shot says for the King was very fun with friends. Yeah, exactly. It was great playing with, with you guys, with Josh and Jordan. So, uh, that game, seriously, I'm just gonna like, I don't need to talk about it further. All I'm going to say is that seriously, if you have game pass, play it with yeah. friends. It's a good time. Grab a couple buddies. It's a, it's great 
It's easy to get used to. There's not a lot to learn. We were confused at first a little bit. You can't move as a team, which sucks. But like the mechanics are sound. Like the the yeah, the game just plays well and it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's on PC and console as well. Like it's just play the fucking game. Ooh. Dave says play Ultra Kill. Ultra Kill your face, Ooh. Dave. Ooh. Go ahead, Will. Um did like two runs of Tarkov cuz Okay. Cause I don't know. I felt like it. I th- nice. <laughs> and then like I, I did one run and I was, I, I play, I, I literally did one, uh, was it, it must've been, yeah, it was a scav run. I killed one PMC who wasn't even like that kitted out. He just had normal gear. And as I was looting him, I got shot three times. I thought that was weird. Like Jesus the person like Christ. shot me a little bit and stopped. And I, I was wondering like, does he think I'm the dead body? Because I just laid there. I didn't react to getting shot. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. There's no point. I'm clearly out in the open. They have a clear shot at me. So I finished looting the body and my extract was literally right behind me. I just stood up, backed up into the extract and disappeared. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's all I needed of Tarkov for the day. Uh, But yeah, like Josh said in the beginning, I did play Destiny 2. I played a lot of Destiny 2. Um, Really? Yes, I did. I am... Why? Because I'm not level capped yet. Yeah, but you, like, are you getting beyond light? It boosts you. To what? Uh, 10, 1050, I think. Uh, does it? I think. Yeah, Dado released a video that I, hold on. God, God damn, damn it, it. Doug, doing all this for nothing. I mean, you, maybe, but... I'm just so surprised. I'm so surprised that you, man, that's crazy. New expansions will have a uh, one light cap boost. Yeah, but I, I, it's going to boost you up. Um, it'll bring you up to 1050. a certain threshold. Is it 1050? Yeah. I was going to say, Dado talked about it in his most recent video too, so it makes sense. Well, then I, I yeah, just wanted to prepare, so I'm ready. I'm ready now. No, that's Got good. I, I'm happy that you played it. Um, the game's fun yeah, as fuck. Like, uh, like Justin, I brought, I bought, I busted out the ghost again. I'm getting back into it. Um, I actually almost bought. There is a, uh, um, you get rewards for things you did in the season. Um, I unlocked like yeah. a coin set that I that I could get. I almost bought it. I thought about it, but I was like, nah, I don't need more Destiny stuff. <laughs> I want it, but I'm not gonna buy it. Cause it's 50 bucks and maybe if it was like a $20 item, I'd think about it, but you know, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure 1060 is the hard cap right now. Yeah. Yeah. 1060. And then you can get higher with your artifact. Yeah. So yep. It's 1060. You can get up to 1080 with that. Yep. With the artifact cap. So yeah, no, I, uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, the festival of the whatever's going on right now, too. Festival of the Lost. Uh, yeah. So doing the mass thing, they uh, had, um, it was like the, uh, do you remember the, what was it? The the forest thing that you ran through? Yeah, the infinite, infinite forest. forest. So they kind of took that idea, but they made okay. it haunted, the haunted forest. So they brought back a, a thing they did before. Yeah. So it was, it was, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and you got. No, that's that's cool. They've done this for our Festival of Lost last year, I believe. Sure. Same thing. So it's not bad. No. It's a cool thing that it yeah. So yeah, you wear the mask, you get chocolate coins, you get candy as a currency, um, and you get yep. to unlock um 
masks and I got a lot of good gear from running through it because you can get um you can get codes from running strikes or crucibles or things are like decipher codes and then there's chests okay. at the end you're able to unlock I think there's six there's six oh. you get one for sure and then there's six other ones six or seven other ones you get to pick from I think it depends on how far you get in the um in okay. the the haunted forest so um, that's fucking rad yeah but I'm I'm excited for Beyond Light. Thank you. So same, big same. <laughs> it's coming soon too. Yeah. I'm fuck. Oh my god, dude! It's gonna be. It's just they know how to make a goddamn trailer. Yes, they do. And and their Vidocs are so good. And apparently, we're gonna get now. We like we like the cutscenes that are in the game. Um, like the the overall story, the overarching story of Destiny is good. Yeah. Uh, for what's there. Um, but it sounds like they're finally going to be tying up some loose ends, some big loose ends, and they're going to be expanding on things. And it's just, uh, it's so, it's just exciting. It's fucking exciting. I just, honestly though, a lot of the story stuff so far has left me just a little empty inside. Like nothing has seemed to be fulfilled and I'm hoping. Yep. That's the problem. That's that's a, yes. So I'm hoping this is something that just gives me a little bit more than what I'm, what I'm hoping for. Agreed. And Dave, are you ready Agreed. for the drifter to cash in that favor? We'll have to see. I'm ready. He says, are you ready to taste the darkness? He says, I'm so ready for Vault of Glass. God damn it. Why are they bringing Like, I get, I know they're bringing it back to, but like, is, is it going to yeah. have any sort of story to it? It'll be, it'll be refreshed. It's not going to be directly the right. same thing. But I'm just wondering, like. I don't know. I I don't know, man. No, uh, no, Dave. I, I like. I know it was a very. Yes, it saved Destiny. Sure, but is there any reason? Uh, the Vault of Glass didn't save Destiny for fuck's sake. I didn't play it till the Taken King. The Taken King saved Destiny. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering. Like, it's getting a refresh. So, is the story getting refreshed to include something from Beyond them, Light? Yeah, I could see them doing that. Um. I could see them bringing, yeah, yeah. They could definitely, they could definitely inject something in there to make it new, to make it so it, it coincides with things that are going on now. So shots is taking game <laughs> definitely saved destiny. Yeah, thank you, shot, Dave. You're so wrong. So maybe we need to get. Uh, if you're gonna be grinding destiny two, Josh, maybe we need to get like up to raid level and get a raid group going again because i haven't raided in a long time so we're saying that we need to do the same thing we did before where we run through all the raids at the well, like it, right before the fucking I mean, half comes be out because they're, they're vaulting uh i'm down I, because i haven't raided either dave says yes world's first guys yeah let's go for it no we're getting raid ready for the raids that already exist no. <laughs> <laughs> have you done last wish I haven't done any of the D2 raids. I'm going to be honest with you. Same. None of them. Same. Shot says in Halo 4 multiplayer is objectively the best. Oh. Shot, you were fuck you were you were shooting hot takes yes. right now. <laughs> the hottest. Real hot takes right now, dude. Last wish is good. Yeah, we literally haven't done any D2 raids and the D1 raids because Will, you were with yeah. me, right? Yeah, in that in that Reddit group yep. that we made. Yeah, we we went through all of the D1 raids in one sitting, and we made it to the end of Scourge. Not one sitting, was it? 
Like it was, it was yeah. one day. It was back to back to back to back. Yeah. No, we did multiple days. Yeah. It was all in one day. The Wrath of the Machine was we, the we one carved, we didn't finish. But I, we carved the chunk out. It was all in one day. I'm I, not fucking kidding. It was before I had a kid for fuck's sake. It was all in one day. I don't think it was one day. I think it was yeah. multiple weekend days that we. Are you sure? I think it was one day. Maybe, man. Maybe. Because it would be harder to coordinate more than one right. day. Maybe. Oh, God. But yeah, we it made it like, to the end of, we made it to the end of, was it Wrath of Wrath the Machine? Wrath of the Machine, and we had a bunch of people drop out, and we never went yeah, back. and we to, got to the final boss fight. We never beat the I think the boss. wipe happened, and we it, we yeah. had to, we would have had to replay the whole raid. And I think. Yep. It just so wasn't. I had completed Wrath before that, so at least I had that checked off, but I feel bad that you. That was the one that I hadn't. No, it's fine. It was. You, but yeah, it was just cool to go through them all. Yeah. So the the one the only and, one they're vaulting is Callus, right? I think so. I'm not entirely certain. And they're and they're vaulting Titan. Yeah, they're vault Mercury they're vaulting a couple planets, but it wouldn't affect. No, but they are. Yeah, they're vaulting planets and they're vaulting other content too. Yeah. So yeah, we need a PC raid we'll group going then. Agreed. I'd be down. We just need to figure out date and time so I can actually tell Natana and be like, hey, I'm fucking yeah. busy. Dave also needs to fix um, his computer so we can. Uh, he does. Leviathan is getting Dave says, bolted, yeah. Dave says, how do you play Destiny and not raid? Well, I don't know if, if you've noticed this, but there's a lot of other fucking content in that game. Mind-numbingly The so. raid is kind of like the end goal, though, for this, you know. Yeah. It's like an MMO. Uh, Shot says, hi, my name is Andrew Shot, and I have never finished a single raid. Oh, it's okay. Shot, don't worry. I'm sorry, Dave. Sorry to bring it up. Vault of Glass is a phenomenal raid, though. We got carried through that, though. You remember? It was. It's just so good, like, though. Like I love the. I love the visuals. The visuals were like, great. The, the the fights in that raid were great. It's just a good raid. That was a good raid all around. Um. Three planets are getting vaulted. All Leviathan is getting vaulted. Yeah. Please, just thinking about it hurts a lot. My broken PC is a broken soul. It's okay. Last wish is worthwhile. The last wish with the, um, uh, the the dragon type thing. I forget the official name for it, but I believe it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to shoot the eyes yep. and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just never get like Savathun is the last one, the latest one, I believe. Um. Yeah, I just. I never get up to like raid level. So I never do it during the Same. season. No, I'm not one to sit and like people will sit and grind for hours for like the gun. That's the best at that. And I yeah. just, it's too much for me. We've been raid ready. We've been raid ready for last wish. For oh yeah. At all. this point. Yeah. Realistically. But yeah. I don't know. So we might miss Leviathan cause we'd have to do it this week. Levine, Leviathan seems like it has some cool mechanics yeah. too, though. Like with the dogs and yeah, whatnot. And I feel weird because like I don't know. Like it's been out for so long and I don't know the mechanics. So like jumping in with to it with someone right. like, okay, you're gonna have to what was it, Sherpa the raid for us again. <laughs> See, I'm not I'm one of those people that uh would like with the amount of time that I have, because I don't have a lot yeah. of time, I'd rather just know what the mechanics are or have somebody walk us through what they sure. are instead of going in blind. Um, I respect those that want to go in blind. That's absolutely perfectly fine. It's just with my time constraints, I just can't. So 
I watch world first streams every time they're available just because I think it's, it's awesome to watch them try to figure it out for the first time and try to get that world's first. Yeah. But uh, that's always a fun day watching everyone like, you know, Datto squad. I know Lupo's going to have yep. a squad. Um, who, uh, they're not going for first, but they're going to play it that day. Um, who else? Uh, T-Rex usually has a squad. Um, yep. yeah, yeah. There's just so many people out there. It's so exciting to watch as they, it's kind of cool to watch as they learn and like, they, they'll get stuck on a part. And sometimes like, I'll realize like, dude, you guys got to like walk over here first or go to this pillar or something. <laughs> yeah. It's always right. fun. It's always fun to watch those mechanics. Destiny 2 is just a great fucking game. Great shooting mechanics in that yes. game. I always say it. Always say it. But Josh, that's uh, that's all I played for the week. <laughs> well, kind of ram- We've been rambling a lot tonight, man. Uh, it's okay. It's late night with HCS Pro Talk. It's what we do. With HCS Pro Talk. Oh, thank you, Will. Ooh. Josh, what did you play this week? I played Halo 5 and MCC, obviously. I played For the King. We, talked we already about talked those. about it. And then the... What? So, yeah, we talked about those. Yep. We did. And then the other game that I've been playing is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I will. I hate myself for saying this. Uh oh. And I know I shouldn't get it on release because of the amount of time that I have. But I'm really thinking about getting Valhalla. I am back into that. I, I don't know what it is, but I like, there's something in my brain that likes the mechanic of checkboxes and just checking them off in games that I play. It, it, it feels like I always have that little goal, that little nugget to yeah. go for every single yeah. time. That's, and so uh, I know. Oh, I was say, that's why I love to, uh, I played a ton of Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. Black Flag. And that was my thing is like, okay, I'm going for this whole island today and you you know go to the island collect all the shanties yep. do all the encounters whatever it may be do all do all yep. the collectibles on that island and it just like i was i think if i fired up my 360 man i'm probably like at 80 some 87 89 done with that game and I, exactly part of me has always wanted to bring the 360 back out just to finish that game i still have it i still have it over here well, hey, did you know that you can actually play it on your Xbox One and with cloud saves, your save would be right there? And if you get an Xbox Series S or X, it's backwards compatible as well and it probably plays a little bit better with faster load times I think shit. I do have it for the one. I don't know how to... There you go. Oh, I don't know. I'm I just, think, I'm I think I, I'd have to figure out my old login because I changed uh, my like accounts from the 360 to my Xbox One. So... I, I, the, I could do it. I the, get it. I get it. <laughs> it's just with, I know that Assassin's Creed games have gotten away from what their core used to be, yeah. which was find scope out target, follow them, kill them. Like that's what Assassin's Creed used to be. Then it got bonkers and then it got really big and bonkers and now it's just let's find a different historical location and historical time frame and set the this giant open world within it. With Odyssey, I'm really excited to get to the season content because I bought the season pass when it was deeply on sale. Like I, I bought the game when it was deeply on sale, and then I got the season pass when it was deeply on sale. And I've heard that the season pass content is awesome with the way that they do mythical stuff. Okay. 
Um, and that that's the type. So shot says climb this tower and I'll go over there and climb this tower, rinse and repeat. That for me, the thing that keeps me coming back to Odyssey and just Assassin's Creed as a series in general is that like Will was talking about, it's that just the check marks of the question marks that are on the map. That's like, Oh, what's over here? Oh, it's probably just another fucking bandit camp, but it might be a cave. Like it might be something not narrative witcher wise, but exploration witcher wise. If you play Witcher three, you have this giant map with a bunch of question marks on it. And when you go to those question marks, it could be, you might find a piece of Witcher gear, like a blueprint for it. Or you might find somebody like, like I said, not narrative wise, but like you, you just might find something cool. And that's, that's the thing that I like about these newer Assassin's Creed games is that there always is something out there. It might not be worthwhile. It probably isn't, but there's always just something out there. There's always that box to check. So I'm, I'm just one of those people that likes those boxes to check. And Will, you and I loved, I know this is not nearly the same game narrative wise and gameplay wise, but you and I loved the new God of War oh, yeah. on PlayStation. And you and I loved that time frame that that game was set in. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is about Vikings. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to the Norse mythology. A lot of their season pass content is going into that kind of weird shit too. You have the collector's it's map collector's for God of War sitting yep, up there. Right I see here. you. <laughs> see you. Um, so that's that's why I'm thinking about getting Valhalla when it releases. More than likely, and what I should do and what I probably will do is just wait for it to go on sale because it's going to immediately. We already know that, and then just wait for the season pass to go on sale as well. But. It just I, I like the things that they're doing with it. It looks like it's a little bit more narrative-driven as well, which is cool. The combat's visceral, getting away from that assassin aspect. What are you going to do? But there's going to be boxes to check. So who knows? Um, yeah, I've, been just, I've just been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm playing it on the computer in here, the computer in the living room. <laughs> just everywhere I, I can, can play it. I play it on my... Anywhere I can. Um Shot says, I love Assassin's Creed, uh, and I'm like, Will, Black Flag is my is my favorite. It, it's a lot of people's favorite I loved game. upgrading the ship. Assassin's Creed game. Going to fight. I never, the one thing I never got done was uh, the, um, like, the ghost ship encounters. I know they're not technically ghost ships, but, like, in the corners of the map, there was, like, super difficult ships to beat. And I never got to those. I always wanted to be like, I think I can take them, <laughs> but I just never did it. Sounds like you have a yeah, gold. Maybe, now. maybe I'm gonna have to find. Gotta go find, those to find my old login. Who knows what email I used for that 360? Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, no. The thing, a uh, uh, cool thing about the like the Odyssey ship that you get is that I I don't know if you can do this in Black Flag because I haven't played a ton of Black Flag because honestly I don't like the ship combat and I know it's a major point about both titles. Um, but you can hire lieutenants. Um and you can unlock more lieutenant slots for your ship. And the cool part is this is so microtransaction-y bullshitty, but uh, the Ubisoft Club rewards, um, you can purchase with Ubisoft points like that you that you cannot buy. You have to earn them mm-hmm. in-game just by getting achievements and shit. Um, but you can unlock characters from different Assassin's Creed games, and they'll be your lieutenants on your ship. So I have like the I have the Assassin's Creed Origin Bayek, if I'm not mistaken. I have him on my ship, and then I have I think the chick from um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate 
on my ship as well. So it's cool little throwback shit like yeah. that. It doesn't mean anything, but it's like, hey, it's kind of cool. Um, Shot says, still trying to get back into Origins and Odyssey. I like the extra level of RPG elements of game gaming added to the mix. The reason why I went away from Origins, personally, I played a lot of Origins. The reason why I got away from Origins is because it was too... This is going to sound so stupid. It was too much fucking sand. It just looked the same the entire time. And I, I like variety when I'm when I'm playing my games. So it just looked too samey. And that's another thing. Valhalla looks like it's taking it in different visual directions too. Like in different biomes and shit. Like it looks fucking rad. But uh, Dave says sand in my shoes, Josh. I'm telling you, man. Uh, Dave says, I play Burnout Revenge every couple of months thinking about picking up that weird Need for Speed Most Wanted remaster. It could be cool. Um, Shot says, I still play Burn, uh, original Burnout from time to time in Midtown Madness 3. They still they don't make card games like they used to. I really enjoy going back time to time and playing uh, Project Gotham Racing 3 on the 360. Because hmm. I think that game's racing mechanics are really good. What's up, Lunchy? Welcome back to the live show. Kind of towards the tail end here, but what are you going to do? Welcome back. Good to see you. Um... Shot says, I stopped playing Origins because of the setting. Yep. Game is quite solid. It really is. All right, Will. Shall we move on and close this thing Let's out? Do it. Let's do it. Uh, it's time for some shout outs. Oh, shout out to everyone who joined in the community playdate. Thank you all very much for joining. It was a fun time as always. We'll have another one tomorrow. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. No one. Happy belated fifth birthday to Halo 5. Clearly, Justin didn't fucking resub like he said he was oh, wow. going to. I'm calling his ass out now. Give us money, you bitch. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, happy belated fifth birthday to Halo 5. Will? Yay. There it is. Uh, and then happy belated birthday to Flamesword and Laz, a.k.a. Callus. Happy birthday, gents. Um, community creations, Halo memes every day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 78 by High Tech Redneck. It's out now because we're recording on Monday, so it's out now. The Medley, gameplay by Dutchie, edit by Pooba. Check it out on YouTube. It's a montage. We have the On My X episode 12, Spartan the Dog interview. The Day Ones with Royal 2, number 2. Halo Infinite Beta, free to play and cheaters is by Snakebite. Little video series they got going on there. We have the, if you don't know, now you know, Halo 5 post-tourney coverage. Tonight was Esports Arena by Why Not Be Casting. Check out the video. We have Getting to Know Ubernick by Tashi. Check out the YouTube video. We have Halo Community Spotlight by Stinkerdoodle. And finally, we have the Team Loser Podcast, Episode 1 by none other than Shot in the Motherfucking Chat. Came out with a podcast. Check it out. In the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes in the chat. Congratulations, Shot, on finally making your podcast. Wishing you the best of luck in the future. And if you ever need guests, let us know. Hey. <laughs> we'll come on and talk, shoot the shit, you know? We'll talk about how bland Origins is um, and how Halo 4 is the best multiplayer. That's right. That's right. Uh, Will, that's it for the community creations. Please plug the show. Of course. You can find us on your favorite podcast services, Just Search for HCS Pro Talk, you know, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. 
Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Is she going to do it? Hold on. Lunchy says I've heard enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> In terms of the Halo 4 being the best multiplayer. Calm down, Lunchy. It's okay. It's not. Oh, man. It's the running joke. Speed running? I can do better? Pocket gas. Oh, oh, my God. Pocket gas. Dave wants me to redo this and speed run it. Do it up. I can say it again. Go oh, for it. <clears throat> Hang on. I'll be on the ball this time. I promise. You ready? Takes a swig of Mountain Dye Mountain Dew. I'm ready, Will. You can find us on your favorite podcast cool. services. Just search for each at Sport Talk. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a real let others know about the show. You can join our Discord during the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. You can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company, but who uses those anymore? We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and uh, <laughs> media. Find us on the socials. We have our own website, hsportalk.com, where you can find our merch. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Thank you. There it is. There it is. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he is so fast. He's lightning quick, baby. But saying the same thing for two years. What do you want? He's he's on the ball, you know. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for us. I can't be fast. I can't. You should read medicine warning labels. You should. You should also read nutritional facts on boxes. Well, that's what you should do. Don't you dare do it on your diet, Mountain Dew can, you piece of shit. <laughs> I saw you looking at it, you motherfucker. Oh. I fucking saw you. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 151 of HTS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. Everybody who tuned in to the live show, thank you very much for being here. It's greatly appreciated. Hope you guys had a fun time. Lunchy, I'm sorry you tuned in at the very end, but hey, what the fuck are you going to do? Not be here on time. That's what you're going to do. 151? Goddamn. I know. We're almost at 152. We're almost at Max Spartan rank in Halo 5. Oh, my God. Guys, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about more shit. Console releases. <laughs> I mean, not by the time we record the next episode, but hey, what are you going to fucking do, right? Hey, I said I was going to mention it at the beginning and end of the show. Guess what? If you haven't done it yet, go vote. Okay. If you're if you are a United States citizen, go vote. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for us. We have jokes and puns. We'll quickly go through them. Will has stuff to do, I got stuff to do. We'll quickly go through the jokes and the puns in the after show. Stay tuned for that. But for everybody else, have a great one. We'll see you next week. Until then. Bye-bye! In the recording.